Welcome back to Weekend Plans. It's been a minute since we've done this, uh, but we are going to be recapping The Bachelorette. Now, um, we know we've missed every single episode, but that's fine because we're going to do one giant recap. And per usual, I am joined by Christina. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am excellent. How are you? I'm doing just as well. I have my podcast bourbon and um, I have feelings about this season. Because Yeah, I feel like I need to like really apologize to you because I knew how much you loved Katie and we didn't get to talk about Katie on the podcast until now. And I feel I like it was just like deprived you of that joy. <laughs> of just talking about my favorite uh, contestant ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little... But it's okay. We get to do a whole bash of it right now. So I'm, I'm keeping track of time to see how long we go. And I think we're going to go over an hour. I feel like an hour and a half in me, maybe. Um, also joined by Jamie, per usual. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't going to speak until spoken to. That's fair. Um, I, I know how going. particular you are about your introductions. Um, oh, yeah. Super particular about keeping introductions tight on this shit show. <laughs> always. Um, nothing but professionalism here. Um, yeah, no, there's lots of thoughts and feelings we had about this season of The Bachelorette. And also, Katie wasn't a contestant. She was a lead. Hi, hello. Uh, uh, she's no uh, longer just a contestant. Um, she has... Well, I guess she's no longer the lead. It's going to be Michelle now. But that's another conversation for the end of this show. Um, true. But yeah, she was our lead this year, season, whatever. Um, and yeah, no, we had a lot of, um, you know, off podcast conversations about it. Um, you know, we have a whole group chat on Instagram that uh, Christina graciously invited us to. And we joined her bachelorette fantasy league. Yes, we did. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Is there one for Paradise? Not that I'm aware of, so we'll probably wait and pick it back up with the next Bachelorette season. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to ask before I forgot about my question. Anyways, um, and then if you follow me on Instagram, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. Um, I've been giving weekly live as I watch them reactions. Um, we usually watch on Tuesdays, so my Instagram stories on Tuesdays are pretty lit, so you know, I again. love them. I enjoy it every <laughs> single time. And every single time I see it, I think I should do this too. And then I never do. And then you never do. <laughs> um, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. So I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue doing it for Paradise and all the next seasons. So if you're into that, follow me on Instagram at Jameis94 with two Y's and two S's. Thank you next. And on, on to leading your own podcast act. Sorry for stealing your thunder for a moment. That's okay. I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, no, your your updates were actually amazing. Uh, especially you get to see them live next to me on the couch. That was always mm -hmm. a winner. Really yeah, because you never know what I'm typing. No, but... I just see the face reactions and the selfies. And I'm like also, you know, I'm yeah. along for the ride like everybody else. 100%. So. One of these days I might integrate like actually like me talking into the, you know, camera. But I don't love doing wow. that because, you know, whatever. I'm like weird about it. But just think of a podcast. I know, but like you don't usually see my face in the podcast, so it's a, you know it's a thing. Fair, that is fair. All right, well, without further ado, let's dive into this beast because we got a lot of ground to cover. This season had some. Pr Honestly, I was a little. I I was worried that I was going to hate every dude that rolled up because, like, you know, who are you to come after Katie, the our queen? Queen, like, how dare you? Yeah, I feel like. It might be hard to go back to this, but 
Do you guys remember your absolute first impressions and who you liked first episode coming out of the limo? Right. Yes. Didn't like all of that. Do we? I, I don't know if you had a plan on where you wanted to start, but that might no, be No, this fun. works. We're yeah, we can start with no that. Um, yeah, no I have like here. loose loose written notes for you know the first several weeks and then as i started doing the, the live instagram things i kind of petered off on my actual notes um but see, those were all more people. recent weeks so that's okay i think yeah no mine was trey trey immediately out of the gate i'm like mm-hmm. this man back to truck up with a whole bunch of like the little like uh fun house balls i think i'm based <laughs> on the name but, um, and he was just in them and popped out. I'm like, oh, there you go. That's a great way to just come in and like break the ice. This is super mm-hmm. awkward. How about I just show up like this and pop out and, you know, ease the tension ball pit immediately. Thing. Yeah, the ball pit. Mm-hmm. It was, and then the fact that he took her back to that and they had like their little like one-on-one inside the ball pit. I'm like, that's just fucking genius. Like it's fun. It's cute. Breaks the tension. It was, that was, yeah. I thought he was going to go like super far. Yeah, that was very cute. I like him. A hundred percent. That was definitely one of my ones that I wrote down. And then, um, so and, uh, something I wrote down actually next to that was, do they all have an option to like a fun entrance? Like, I don't know if you know that or whatever, or cause I saw bachelor data did a post about it, like on like the first week. And, um, like historically it's just like, it's about 50% of people do a fun entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less, but I don't know if they have all, if they all have like an option to do it or not. From what I've heard, and this could be wrong. It's just kind of like off comments I've heard on people being interviewed. Uh, if somebody has an idea, they can bounce it off the producers and the producers are all, will either be like, yeah, we can maybe make that happen. Or they'll be like, mm-hmm. eh, maybe. And then, so it kind of, it is usually their actual idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it, or sometimes it's like a collaboration with the producers. Right. But it, it comes down to the producers guessing, like okaying it or not though. Okay, that makes sense. So that was just a, a fleeting question I had, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I did actually note in like this first episode that I wasn't a fan of Greg, which is really interesting. And we're going to get back to him. Mm-hmm. In, I, yeah, in conversation. I, I agree. I had a, I thought he was very attractive, but right. I had an immediate bad reaction to him because we remember when he got off the limo and after he left, the first thing she said was, he reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's never a good sign. Never. No, a that's good always sign. a red flag. That's a red <laughs> flag. Um, so, and for the first few weeks of my notes, I actually refer to him as Macaroni Greg because like his nephew had made him like a macaroni mm-hmm. necklace or something um, right. that he yeah. gave to her at yep. that first um, like cocktail party or whatever. And yeah. so I referred to him as Macaroni Greg in notes for weeks. So I just, I, I find that funny to myself. Um, with the hindsight, no, it didn't. His whole family yeah. being an uncle thing, that whole right. storyline, <laughs> they just completely dropped that. But yeah. Really quickly. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. In hindsight, it just feels kind of insane to see that moment where she's like, oh, we're answering my ex-boyfriend. It's like, and then all of these red flags mm-hmm. and things that she's doing to reassure him and like chase him. And it's almost like, like I, I have no, no idea what happened with her last relationship and, you know, if it ended badly or, you know, she right. wasn't treated well, you know, whatever. But I imagine that she maybe was projecting a little bit onto him as somebody that she already connected with for that reason and like let him get away with a lot of stuff because she he felt familiar yeah Yeah. and also they're like not not to be insensitive but they're both members of the dead dad club you know what i mean and you know 
that's a thing. You know what like, I mean? Yeah, they like, connected over a yeah. shared trauma. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I, from the beginning, I was just kind of like, yeah, something seems off. Like, he seemed just a little bit mm, to me. And then, yeah, the ex-boyfriend comment, like, got to me. And um, I, in my notes here, I was, like, shocked that he got the first impression rose. Um, especially because she was, like, super into Connor B at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who dressed up in the cat suit. I loved Connor B. <laughs> I, I still do. To this day, love Connor B. He is like I know he's not like a traditional like hunk or anything, but like in the real world, he is the type of guy I would one hundred percent go after. Oh it's like, yeah, like he's a cute dorky white dude. Yeah, like, sweet, wholesome, dorky. You know, sarcasm, talented with his singing, and he like doesn't take himself too seriously. Dressed yeah. like a cat. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. I I adore him. I think he's great. I would Connor B for Bachelor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Christina, you uh, could have been the girl in the audience. Oh you my missed, god! Yeah, you missed your I chance. Miss my and chance. And in be... LA. That's not far. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> far for you at you all. You saw that the girl 100 percent was paid. Right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, paid actor. That's what that I mean. Was, like, well, that was we'll very that momentarily too. Yeah, did not um, like that. No, that was wild. Um, Weird. Let's see. Do 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 do. Um, I'd say first impressions for me. I think like the most attractive dude that like I immediately kind of looked at was Courtney and I am amazed that Courtney didn't get more screen time and didn't get further because he no, seemed I... so unproblem like not problematic he was charming mm-hmm. he was sweet great smile like I I don't know I didn't get that at all I thought they should have more Courtney I didn't understand yeah I really dug him too and I definitely think he went home too soon um and I, I did have a note in here that like I was like oh like she really digs him and like I do too like he's dope mm-hmm. um I, I, I have a note in here and I didn't write down who it was because it, it was probably going too fast. Someone pulled off their pants at some point, apparently, during the introduction. Oh. Or... <laughs> yeah. Do you remember who that was? Oh, I think that might be in oh, my so notes. did rip their pants. So. It the... was, yeah. Was that was Kyle? Or maybe it was Kyle. Fucking Kyle. I just yeah, had Kyle who underwear. was there for three seconds. Yeah. The Kyle, that's the team. Like, where's Kyle or who is Kyle? That whole thing. <laughs> that's so funny. I don't think exactly I think that was him. That. Um, so there's this man, Kyle, who was at the mental all. They did not show him at all. That's they right. basically pulled a Heather from yeah. last season. He was on the very um, side and he got zero screen time. Yeah. Like he was in the like press photos. And again, like you could see him in a couple of group shots, but that was it. Um, they did not talk to him, <laughs> did not feature him at all. Um, and everyone was like, who the fuck is Kyle? Like everyone was like asking him in, in the like bachelor nation, like Reddit, people were like who the fuck is kyle and then he's a, i guess a member of the reddit or someone sent him the reddit and he was like fuck it he started playing along mm-hmm. he was then, a good he was a good champ about it or a good sport. oh 100 yeah. um he, he was very funny um i, I think i follow him on instagram now because that killed me, me um too. but no I, I liked him just fine like i said like oh and like, his thing was like his, his skin salesman or something that was like his job little his moniker skin salesman yeah, he wasn't the skin I, salesman. The skin salesman was Jeff. Or no, okay. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like the RV guy, the creepy RV guy. Thank you. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my god, the guy I got sent home like the first yeah. freaking night because <laughs> like invited why her would you show? Creepy yeah. like murder RV. He didn't even clean the RV, bro. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, like, thank you, but no, thank you. Clean. Like. You're not only going to like you're bringing this like very wonderful, amazing woman into this trip. It's also on TV. What are you doing? Yeah. Rough. 
I would have um, sent him home right there. I would have left the RV, but like, you can just take the RV home. <laughs> right? Yeah, so just go ahead and drive home. <laughs> right? So that was another memorable one. And then also, I forgot that Cody had brought in a blow-up doll mm-hmm. um, named Sandy. So that was a thing that happened. That was um, never talked about again? <laughs> nope. And then... Yeah, um what was his what was his face showed up in a fucking box and didn't unbox himself for mm-hmm. hours james. Oh, the, james that was the worst entrance shtick i've ever seen <laughs> well because he like, went too when long i tell you it was yeah. hours like was he went dumb. way too long like i doing a couple interviews is the box is a little funny like but like he just he just went so far that it stopped being funny i'm like you should have came out of the box like yeah. a little bit ago the only situation that whole thing would have worked in is if it was somebody like recognizable like if it was blake in the box like somebody that right. everybody would know who it is when they popped out and it was like actually surprising when he popped out it's just like oh just you're another average looking white dude hey dude with cool. the most hair gel i've ever seen in my entire life yeah yep like that was thick like maybe it that's why he'd be in the fire. box like yep. it, his hair gel hadn't settled yet so his hair wasn't ready he's like fuck what i'm gonna do oh, shit. put me in a box it was curing curing <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't quite remember who all she sends home the first night, um, other than the RV man. And uh, uh, the, the guy that looked like he was out of an anime with his hair, <laughs> with the motorcycle. Remember him? I forgot about him. Like the swoopy <laughs> anime hair. I feel bad for that guy. He was cool. I would love to see more of him. He made no sense to be on The Bachelorette, but... No, that's probably why they name. picked him. Uh, Bren- Brandon. Brandon. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I will say a lot of people this season looked like real characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. been many a meme shared about who looks like whom, and it is the funniest goddamn thing. Yeah, I love those. Um, so uh, if you follow like any of the like Bachelorette Clown or like Bachelorette Windmill, any of those, they post all the memes. It's the funniest shit alive. But don't follow them if you don't like spoilers. So that's a good. Th- I need well, to just turn like my phone episode. off. For a day yeah. like next next season because i was really we get to that later i was really annoyed that the finale got spoiled for me Fuck, same by uh, my phone same i just like i got it so i was telling jay we'll get to that later but like the best thing i could think of is i'm just gonna unfollow like when we get to that close finale night i'm just gonna unfollow katie it'll break my heart i'm just gonna unfollow you know what i mean whoever the contestant is and then just be like not even because that's who spoiled it was she herself yeah i didn't yeah. even go on in social media i just literally had a news article pop up on my phone it was like hey are you interested in this news article <laughs> hey do you want the, in the headline it was a spoiler and i was like wow fuck you telephone it's fine. <laughs> right like the algorithm gets it however yeah. i, no. I know also you rude. know that i care about this but also how dare you <laughs> the audacity a hundred percent um anyone else notable or anything notable from week one that you either of you remember or would like to talk about honestly like it, it's a blur up until katie's red wedding where she just fucking eliminates like half the fucking <laughs> okay group. great we'll keep going then um <laughs> i think that the last thing that i liked about the first episode is somebody at some point said it's like the adventures of Catman and Boxman in here and i just <laughs> thought that was one. hysterical although can we I talk about that. how like the cat like i guess christina like even said you know what i mean like uh, Connor B would be like the guy she'd be super into because like he made out with her in the cat makeup like she had little whiskers yeah. all over her face all smudged she up was and... really into him at first yeah like very into him yeah he's a nice um, guy no he's a nice guy uh, quite quite enjoyed him and 
it was sad to see him go, but anyways. Um, so the next week, my first note is, I don't like Crazy Eyes Carl. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. Yes, so Carl girl. sticks around for a while. Um, I mean, by a while, I mean, like, a few weeks. And I had forgotten about Carl. I, I tried to forget. Carl. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Carl's a lot. He's, I would absolutely detest him meeting that person in public or like in real life just a thousand percent just the absolute opposite personality that i would enjoy being around yeah yeah and he's like a motivational speaker or something that's like his job the only thing he's motivating me to do is leave so 100 percent. his job is like basically that just means i'm really good at standing up and talking out my ass and seeming really confident when i don't know what i'm talking about and manipulating people into listening to me that's your a job. thousand percent. No, I thank you, agree. sir. Get away. Hard pass. And it just didn't work at all. It failed like left and right. Yeah. God, and the way he even like the way when he finally does get the boot, like the way he handles it, it's just like fucking so gross and so immature. And like, yeah, yeah. it was Absolutely. rough. It was just, it, I don't know. It's just like, why would you handle it that way? Like, just admit that you fucked up. Like, why is this so hard? Why do you have to go down with your fucking, like, terror? It wasn't like it was a good story. It was like a terrible fucking, like, lie that he was clinging to. Dudes with that type of personality aren't the type to admit they're wrong about anything. <laughs> they never want to be at that fault. It's always somebody else's fault or problem. Like, they could do no wrong. So. Exactly. You. Hard you. I'm not looking forward to seeing him on Bachelor in Paradise. Usually... I would yeah. love to see, you know, the crazies and the villains and the drama, but I just think he's so just skeevy and gross. And I mean, yeah, I don't see him getting a redemption of any sort. I'm just not interested in seeing his face anymore. No, I don't think he's going to do well in paradise. If I had see, to speculate him and Victoria, so crazy people, him and Queen <laughs> Victoria. Can you imagine? Oh God. I would die. They're gonna just they're gonna get together and just create super villain babies. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So, <laughs> um, so my next notes are from the first group date um this week. And it was the group date where they had to like do the like whiteboard thing in that like bedroom and like basically kind of say like what they would do with like sexy time or like some shit of that iteration. Um and we get reintroduced to the fact that Mike P is a virgin. He is yes. a 31 year old virgin. No, nothing wrong with that, by the way. Let me just this throw that poor out man. There. I just, the way they handled him and his whole thing, especially later on in the season, was just so, so gross. awkward. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hated it. It was like weird. They like leaned into the fact that we're supposed to be like, ooh, he's a virgin and she's so sex positive. How's this going to work? When in reality, like, that's the whole thing that makes Katie so wonderful and amazing is like, why would that be an issue to her? You know what no, I mean? 100%. Like, and, like, like, they kept making him do, like, these, like, you know, kind of, like, weirdly sexual things. And so, like, he basically had to, like, cop to, like, I don't know how to, like, basically lead into foreplay and, like, sexy time and whatever because yeah, I've never bastard. done that before. Like, not, right. he was like, I, yeah, he even said, like, I wanted to save this for, like, a one-on-one conversation. But obviously yeah. right now I'm making a fool of myself on fucking national TV. I'm a virgin. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> he seemed like a perfectly nice, wholesome guy. And I'm yeah. sure he'll find... Yeah. A perfectly wholesome lady to date. Um, Maybe Heather. I was going to say, actually, 
tea, tea time, uh, brief, brief tea time. I guess uh, the tea is going to be interspersed in this episode just because the tea of is the just randomly thrown in. Or this, this yeah. is a hodgepodge. We're hanging out episode. There's we're no having structure. tea time. No exactly. Except we're all drinking alcohol. Um, it's adult. But... Well, I guess tea is technically adult tea. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, so the hot goss is that recently, as of like last week recently, and we're recording this in what is this August 11th, 12th, whatever the fuck day it is. It doesn't matter the week that week. Um, like last week they were caught out at like an event or like a club or some sort of outing together. Heather and Mike, Heather and Mike P. Oh my God. I just called that out my ass. I, <laughs> I yeah, wow. no, Hundo P they were like seen together. I want to say in like New York or some shit last week. I'll see if I can find a post and I'll, Maybe I did see that and just like was half asleep or something and it just wasn't printed in my brain. But that makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw it on like Dumois. I'm like not like super positive, but like that's where I would assume I I saw it. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's a thing. Um, But yeah, he basically gives this whole speech about him, him being a virgin and like this is him you know, saying it for the first time and he has to do it in a group date setting, which is uncomfy, but she's like super into it. She's like, you know, like you owned your truth, like fucking good for you, like into it. She um, was like so nice about it. And I almost kind of wish she was a little bit more upfront because I, I think she was just being nice and like good for her, but I see no world in which she would be into that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, no, that the religious, like, you know, traditionalist vibes that he was like, there's no way that would have worked with her, her lifestyle or family, like any of that. So I think it's, it's so clear that they were just forcing her to keep him around longer because they wanted to get the mid America Christian white mom viewers. Well, yeah, especially because he ended up staying for quite a while too. Yeah. Um, Way too long. Which we'll we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, fucking crazy town. And they totally just, yeah, just leaned into how uncomfortable he was talking about anything sexually. Um, yeah, but- that whole thing was weird too. Like for me, like if you're going to like actually like try to like sexually explain what you're going to do to somebody, you need like more than a conversation with them. Because like, I just be like, I don't know what you fucking like. What, what am I supposed to write on this board? Like right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to slowly approach your body and test the waters and see what you're comfortable with and it's going to be so hot like what was for consent <laughs> yeah are mm-hmm. you okay with this i say as i slowly approach you like, <laughs> like what am i supposed to do with this situation like i've known you for half an hour <laughs> it was a weird first one to kick everything off i would struggle i will say while, while we're on this line of, of thought I've, I've seen some people go back and forth about this about michael and how he always asked her can I kiss you mm-hmm. before he did? And some people being like, that's, I'm, that's boring. It like takes all the excitement out of it. I loved that. I thought that was They're so dating. cute. Well, it's like a dating and it was show. just like yeah. the way he said it, that was like, can I kiss you? It's just like, I thought it was so cute and sweet. He's such a sweet boy. And I loved that. I'm all about the consent. Good for this you. This is my clay, right? We're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. My, my personal, uh, okay. I, made this comparison i don't think anybody fucking got it because i'm the only one that's watched this movie probably have you seen sleepless in seattle tom Hanks? long time ago okay so his season would just be the sleepless in seattle rendition like sleepless in seattle is tom hanks is a single dad his wife i think yeah. dies in that movie early on and it's just him and his son and just pursuit of happiness 
Yeah, yeah, and it, but it's like he finds his he finds this woman through some sort of like long distance like dating service, essentially the Bachelor. So right. I think it'd be super cute, like have him bring his son. I would love to see him as the Bachelor, as long as it, they didn't ruin his son or his sweet innocence. Like I'd be worried about. No, no, it, taking it'd be care like, of them. Exactly. I think it would be. It would almost be like something like the if it's like a one-on-one date or whatever like the sun's there for the day part right and yeah, then, at and then night, not like, the dinner exactly i and guess so i can see that you're almost like you know because even katie said like every rose i give you is also a rose for your son like i understand yeah. the weight behind it i'm just not sure i trust the production to have <laughs> the child's best interest <laughs> that is the only part that does concern me as well uh yeah. if it's done right it would probably be like the sweetest fucking thing of your entire life that's true i'd watch that See, everyone watch it, and at the end, like, not only does he propose, but like, he has his son with him, and it's all cute. Mm-hmm. But Very that's cute. just me. Anyways, that's my tangent for he, why he's probably the most perfect bachelor contestant, besides maybe Andrew. I think Andrew has to be a good. Well, bachelor. they fucking they yeah. set him up hard. Are you? They really me? set him up. Oh my! Are you? We'll get. To, I mean, again, we're just bullshitting this episode, but like. His little like note that he just happens to drop off, like yeah. that is perfectly written and seems like it's part of like some sort of eighties like rom com like one oh one. Come on. Oh yeah. He would be a good bachelor. Just like Blake with a fucking speaker when like she I loved that. It was of so course cheesy. You did. Of course you did. <laughs> Everybody loved it. It was the best idea the producers great. had, besides so the good. note. You, I, I will bet you money Blake did not come up with that idea. Oh, no. Like, hey, she's no. sad. Here's a speaker. Go be adorable. No, they, they get all of their ideas from, like, 80s movies. Of course. It's like the most, I mean, like, like have to. cliche mm-hmm. one yet, but it worked, I guess. So, anyways, sorry to derail us. Just fucking hardcore there. I feel like that's what this episode's going to be. So, so that's just kind of oh. going off on tangents with a sort of somewhat idea of where we need to talk, where we need to go next. Yeah, we're recapping exactly. the season. We have drinks. Yeah. Like that's why. That's why I told you get a big glass of wine because like this I is did. just. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, uh, I don't think I grabbed enough. Yikes. Anyways. <laughs> well, you know where it is. That's true. I, I can make a quick run downstairs and just meet yeah. myself. We'll but anyways, carry, we'll carry the episode. Um, so my next uh, couple of notes here are, um, uh, so she's like really into Connor B. Um, uh, the state like he they ended up like, like Mackin again. Dude, which is like Connor a very B. common thing. Low key horn dog. Which is I funny think, considering when he. I mean, that was all like the respect. I don't think he's like a pervert. I just think like he's very, no. like, very physical person. I think he just, yeah, he just seems very passionate, but yeah. it didn't match. And it was also like, like pull it back just a little bit because you're on television. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to like suck someone's face off every time. Like, every, when the moment calls it, for it, like. When you're in the just, moment, just it gets like heated. a sweet, like passion, yeah. like a little, you know, yeah. kiss. You don't need to like try to find your tonsils. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every oh, single fuck. kiss. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like one of my favorite low key, like has this like edgy sense of humor to him was Michael A. Michael yeah. A has some like low key, wonderful, like raunchy jokes that he would just sneak in there. And we wouldn't, like, didn't see that until some of the spoilers and the bloopers. I know. Mental, and I thought that mm-hmm. was hysterical. I he love him. A, he's a good sense of humor that's actually funny. I think a lot of that too was them trying to set him up to be a potential bachelor by like being yeah. like doing a, 
That's like, a funny look thing. how relatable he is. As if America didn't works. love him already. Right. Yeah. Again, Sleepless in Seattle. ABC, you have your um, like love affair with rom-coms. There you go. Just recreate yeah. the entire plot. True. Okay, so next we have our first one-on-one. And it's also Greg. You just got the first impression rose last week. Yep. And now this man's getting the first one-on-one, which is like yeah, a big shitting deal him. in Bachelor, Bachelor World. And again, I think, this, know. I think this comes back to him just being familiar to her because he looks like his, her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She just instantly um, gravitated towards him. Yeah, and the date's really cute. Like, they go fishing. Um, that's something that she did with her dad. It's, like, very personal and, like, has the connection with the, the dad thing. And um, what's funny is, like, I have all these notes. Like, basically, he doesn't seem, like, super into it. Like, he isn't super outdoorsy, clearly. Um, fishing is definitely not this man's first choice of a date or hundredth choice of a date, I'm sure. Um, and <laughs> I have a note here that says, Oh fuck, she likes macaroni, Greg. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I love that you saw it early on. And then I um, I really it started to work on me. I started to fall for Greg a little bit. No. Because he's also I the type of person I'd be into, just like looks wise. Because he looks like a big lanky nerd. But right. like a hot one. So um, you know. Like, yeah, for a white dude, he's very like objective objectively attractive. Um and I, my next note after that is like he's hella fake crying. So I, I don't I don't know how right how on I was with that. I'm really not one to say, but you never you never know. Um, he gets another rose, um, and then he gets a fireworks show at the end of the date, which is like a thing also apparently in Bachelor World. Yeah, usually fireworks at the end of a date are because they're only going to spend that money on those fireworks if this is like a romantic ass date that they're planning to go the the distance. Exactly. And all the boys shit themselves back at home. <laughs> which yes, is very do. funny. Um, and then we get to our second group date of the week, which was like a weird mud wrestling situation. Oh, I hate it oh, when they make them like wait. fight and wrestle each other. It makes me so uncomfortable. This yeah. wasn't the one where somebody got hurt. No, that was like the weird tackle, like in no clothes. That was like game. the football y thing later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the later. like not football. The mud thing. wrestle thing was when they were like cowboys, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. That was when, like, some people, well, because, like, some people started to have beef, I think, around here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Cody beef. started beefing. This um, is when, like, we had that random fucking cut of him going up, mm-hmm. and be like, I just don't like you. And we're all like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> I've never liked you. And he's like, bro, oh, yeah. we just met. Yeah, they turned out they're later. from the same area. Yeah. From San Diego, and they've just, like, Those San Diegans, man. They're, I know. They're, they're shady motherfuckers. <laughs> worst kind of people no. uh, it's true it's true um if, if, if y'all don't get the joke so somebody on this episode lives near there yeah. <laughs> may live in or around san diego <laughs> the greater area <laughs> the greater san diegan area yes um, which by the way i will i will be so depressed if i just never run into any of these people because there's like a like hundred of them and, and katie's apparently there. moving here katie, and like yeah. Yeah. Katie and Blake are moving there, which means I'll eventually have to move there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Is Blake moving? I would, I would assume. assume. I don't know. I don't know. But, and I like one of my friends. Oh, shit, we're spoiling our own show. What? Yeah. Well, split. people know what's going Katie on. Katie spoiled it's it for me. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Blake spoiled it for me. <laughs> um, Surprise. They, they won. 
I don't know if I told you guys about this actually. So John, do you remember him? Like baby face, cute boy, John. Um, He worked at a a bar in San Diego here. I have a a friend of a friend who used to work at that bar, knows him and said he was like a huge dick. Oh, (laughs) which made me sad because I was like, oh, like he seems so sweet. But he said that like he kind of got like a big head when he was going on The Bachelorette and being like, I don't need this job, flips table, I'm gonna be famous, bitches, like that kind of attitude. Just fucking power. Just (laughs) yeah. So I guess he left a bad taste in the mouth of his coworkers. That and we also were making fun of the fact that he said he was like a pilot when he like wasn't. And I don't know. Anyway, there's that. And then my other friend uh that's in our our group chat actually she's she's run into hannah b and dylan who is like bachelor in paradise couple Mm -hmm. like a couple of times around san diego i'm like damn it i need to go to cooler places more often more you start going out and hanging Um, out people i think dumois has like a they have like different like like by city like different like celebrity and like you know like bc lister like hangout spots I don't know if they have one for San Diego. That's they definitely creepy. have one. I know. <laughs> but I will um, definitely be looking at that. <laughs> yes. They have it for like LA and I think like the greater LA, like Southern California area. Yeah. Um, they I have mean, like New York, like I think Atlanta and a couple other places. I have a good idea of what like the cool bougie influencer type places are around San Diego. I'm just not cool enough and I have no friends. So I don't go to those places. Oh my but gosh. Stop maybe. It. <laughs> Just, just working on it though. Facetime us and then just bring us with you on your phone. We'll come with you. We'll have drinks here, but like, yeah. you know, we'll pretend. Great. I'll dress yeah. up like super nice from like the torso up. Like we'll have like a nice fun shirt on. Yeah, I promise you guys. If I ever run into somebody from Bachelor Nation, I'll just randomly Zoom call you and be like, Please. "Look, look who it is." <laughs> Wouldn't be creepy at all. <laughs> Not at like, all. hey, I just just start recording them and be like, "Hi, like I just need to prove that like this happened." Yeah. <laughs> We have a podcast I definitely, about it. He definitely won't get arrested. No, okay. no, never. Um, Wait, where were we? I don't um, so we're talking about Aaron and Cody beefing. Oh yes, and um, so basically, like Cody, like yeah, or, uh, Aaron is basically sort of like, like I straight up don't fucking like you. Like he was like, oh yeah, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Like they're like fucking going at it. Yeah. Um, well, hold and, on. Rephrase that, though. They weren't necessarily going at it. Cody's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Aaron's just right. like, fucking coming at him. And Cody's just like, I just met you, man. <laughs> and Aaron was like the shit starter of this entire season. Aaron, like, like, I wrote that down. Like, I was yeah. like, a fucking shit disturber. Like, he I'm just not a fan. Like, he it just was, too was much. trying so hard to, like, cause drama and, like, stoke fires and complain about other people. It was just like, dude, just chill out you're like on vacation basically right no like, yelling really. at people it's um yeah it's bonkers it it's one of those people like that needs to tear other people down in order to make themselves higher you know yeah. what i mean exactly and in the these first like, like three to five weeks like we had a lot of like the like oh like these people aren't here for the right reasons like the, this person's here for clout like all these like usually it was Aaron instigating it, but like you know, yeah. it was a lot of these you know instances of like oh X Y Z people are are bad news bears like you need to get them the fuck out, and like they're all like whining to Katie about it, and like I kind of teeter on this weird line of like is that their place to be telling her that like should she fit be able to figure that on her own that they're like shitty people well, or are they just being like weird tattletales? 
it's yeah Bitch it, babies. it's tough because it's like this all literally stems from the fact that when she was on the bachelor she just basically at one point said hey these they're they're just being bitches to each other in here like they're being mean to each other they're calling you know they're trying to hurt each other's like reputation outside this game or the show or you want to call it but like off of that one instant like i feel like these guys were like well she obviously likes when people call each other out and I feel like they just yeah. went a little too far at the end. There was a couple yeah. times where it made sense, but at the end it was just like, this is exhausting. It became too much. I think there's a certain line that you cross. I think for the most part, you should just ignore it and yeah. be like, whatever. Like they have their relationship. If like, imagine if she got to the end with somebody like Aaron, like there's no way, like they would eventually yeah. clash over so many other things. So it's like, just exhausting. focus on your own connection with her and separate everybody else like there's unless people are actually like in the case with katie making up shit about each other and like rumors and like mean mean girl shit yeah. like that mm-hmm. i think crossed the line and that i completely understand just being like oh i knew this guy back home in san diego and i don't like him it's like okay Sucks. Right, like that would be the equivalency of yeah. like the beginning shit that Anna was saying about Brittany, mm-hmm. like before she got into like, and I think she's an escort, you know, like stuff like that. When she was just right. kind of like, oh, like I were from the same part of town, like people don't like her. Like that was like the initial thing that like if she had cut it off there, it would have been like the equivalency of like this like Cody Aaron weird beef. Yeah. Um, but but then she like fucking crossed the line, which is why Katie acted again. Yeah. Like I think these boys were just being very like. Oh, like we don't like him, so we're gonna gang up on him because like they would they would do that. They basically mm-hmm. were just kind of like, oh, like this is Survivor. We're voting on the people that we want to keep around here. Right, which I support only for the Carl situation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But every other situation was too much. Like poor Hunter mm-hmm. did not deserve that treatment at all. He didn't. Um, <laughs> also, he didn't. What was it? Was it was Carl? And then who was the other one that they were, they were basically saying like you just came on here because there's a chance you could be the next bachelor? And he was like, yeah, oh, was Hunter. Thomas, no oh, Thomas, Thomas also, and Thomas mm-hmm. I don't like very much, but I also don't think he deserved it because no, he wasn't. He the was worst. just he was just a dummy. Like he's just yeah. a yeah. big sweet dummy. Like because he just he was saying what everybody else was smart enough to not say, and they're all. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't believe for an tiny millisecond that every single guy on that show did not think for a second there's a chance I might become the bachelor especially early on when you've talked to Katie for like an hour or two like you might be thinking oh this is good I do have a connection I'm gonna explore that but you're also thinking in a tiny spot in your brain there's a chance I might be the bachelor that's kind of cool too I should I should make sure I compose myself I should make sure I like you know go in that direction where that could be a possibility for me. I want to be likable. Yeah, like there's no reason why that wouldn't be on somebody's mind and it's not a bad thing. And he was so honest about it to like a fault. Like, (laughs) but I don't think he was a bad person for it. Like, so I did not agree with that at all. I think he was pretty real. Like, I I think, I want to say like when that like episode, like that episode, I want to say it was like week like six or something. Um, I think that was one of the first weeks that I was like Instagramming the uh, episodes and really and truly at the, at the time I was like oh like he's like annoying but like you're right he was honestly just being honest yeah. and like I think him and Katie had a pretty good like physical connection like I don't know if it was like more than like surface level apparently he's like 8 feet tall so 
Yeah, and like he's like, I mean, like he's a you know again an objectively attractive man. You know what I mean? And you know she like kept saying like, oh, he's a great kisser, like he's really sexy, and like all these things, and like so she, like there was a definite definite like mm-hmm. physical connection there, also and like San chemistry. Diego. Of course, oh. fucking of course he is. Um, but yeah, no, like everyone ganging up on him. Like I said, like especially that late, it felt like very unnecessary. Yeah, agreed. Um, so. Yeah, I have notes for the next couple of weeks about, like, Thomas needs to get the fuck out of here. Like, he's fucking annoying. Or, sorry, not Thomas. Aaron. Um, oh, yeah. Agreed. Because he's a shit disturber. Yeah. Um, so, um, I found, I pulled up the Wikipedia page so I could, like, see who gets eliminated each week. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, this week, um, Garrett, John, Carl, and Kyle go home. Oh, and Cody. Cody got sent home on the date. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. John and John is interesting too because she's apparently still friends with him. You saw in her story recently yes. she was in San Diego hanging out with him. Yeah, and people were so like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And she was right. like, "No, no, no, like we're just buddies." And I think I think they have a mutual friend. Mm, um, makes sense, at least because uh, the, there was like a third person that was like in all of the like posts with them. Yeah, and one side comment I'll make just while I'm thinking about it mm-hmm. is I really appreciate how much Katie seems to clearly care about the guides from her season and Mm -hmm. makes an effort to like lift them up and give them a platform and like when she was she she reposts them a lot and Mm -hmm. posted about like hunter and his tourettes and like all these other things like here's some stuff you might not have seen in the episode you know that shines better light on this person i just like i love katie i think she was an amazing bachelorette and that's like one of the things i really appreciate about her is that she just seemed Mm -hmm. to make legitimate connections with people and even if it didn't work out in the end she still like maintained a lot of friendships and i think that speaks a lot to her as a person except for greg except for greg fuck greg (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to at the end and i did some like outside like extra like preparation for the greg bit don't worry yeah i like listen to some podcasts (laughs) over the last few days um a lot about a lot of psychology oh nice about gaslighting perhaps about gaslighting and then perhaps i also maybe. um listened to the vile files that came out either Ooh, yesterday or of his interview of greg's interview i am very interested to talk about that yes um you're gonna have very anyways. like two like decently buzzed people too at the end to entertain yeah. so you're gonna be clinging <laughs> on every word you say yes um so we're gonna move on to the next week um just in the interest of time um uh, i'm gonna like kind of breeze through some stuff Sure. Um, speaking of Nick Vile, uh, he's actually in week three uh, at the group. True. Um, Which and... notably, he mentions later that he already knew at this point that Blake was there <laughs> much <laughs> earlier weird. than the episodes make it seem like Blake was there. The whole timeline was really fucked up. But anyway, continue. Yeah, because they don't introduce him to week, till week five, I think. Yeah. Four or five. Um, but yes. So, boop, 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 and I, I forget what the actual, like, date was. Oh, it was, like, that, like, circle date, right? They talked Where about they their feelings, like, and it was really depressing. Yes. I, right, I had and, friends over for that, and we were oh, all God. drinking and watching it. And then at the end, we all just, like, looked at each other. And we were like, wow, that was a, that was a bummer. <laughs> like, really sad. <laughs> but it's not, like, it was nice, I guess. But just feel sad now. There's so much sadness. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Wine like, and sadness. No, a hundred percent. Like you know, everyone was very honest. Um, I, I have a note here that Thomas was a bit too weird about his. Like his was like very like upbeat and cheery. 
Mm-hmm. Like, because again, they were all like sharing, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, like I'm like happy to be here. Like, <laughs> I've done nothing wrong. I'm great, dude. So it's fine. Yeah, I'm in, I'm perfect. I've never yeah. done anything wrong in my entire life. No, never. Not one thing I'm ashamed of. Just a very tall, hot man. I could do no wrong. Right. Um, we find out in this episode that, or in this moment, that uh, Connor B was a former alcoholic, and he's like now mm-hmm. sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Katie shares her personal story of sexual assault. Um, yeah, which was just fucking heavy. Fucking yeah. heavy. Um, and she ends up sharing that story on the next group date and the one-on-one that week, just so that everyone's on the same page. Because she, which is cool, you know, wanted to be honest. I thought that was super cool too. But like, how could you imagine having to share that story fucking three times in a week? I gosh, I know. And I just like really just again. I stand Katie, but just her just resilience and her honesty and like her just growth as a person and how she like comes out and shares it all. I just, I adore her and I just want her to be happy. That's all. Same. Yeah. Katie's the fucking best. And if Blake fucks this up, then like us three will just have a race, which is not fair because Christina like now lives close to her. That's true. Okay, we'll have a flight. I I thought you were going to go the direction of like, we're going to like hurt Blake for messing Me with Katie. No, no, no. Blake fucking that up is enough pain already. I'm just going to come in there and swoop up and be like, I'm so sorry. But oh Jamie will probably beat me to it. It's fine. Oh, 100%. Um, and Christina will beat us both, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be dressed like a cat already. Oh my God. <laughs> you already have the cat headphones. I do. Here we go. Yeah, you got a head start. Right there. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, this is the episode we find out that Michael A, like, he really tells the single dad story. Like, I think he might have mentioned it previously, but he shares the whole deal about how his late wife had passed with cancer. He opens um, up to the two guys, prior. right? Like, he doesn't open up to, like, the entire group at first. It's just, like, a couple guys right. he's hanging out with. Yep. Again, Correct. just ripped my heart out of my chest this episode. I think episode. it was Trey. Who was it? Because, like, one of them just started crying. One of them's just like, I can't believe you found, like, your person, and then you got to watch them. Uh, Con- is it Greg or Connor? One of those guys. It's was one it of them. Greg? I was Greg. maybe it was Connor. Yeah. It was Greg, actually, I think. Oh, you maybe. know what? You are right. Yeah, it was Greg. Um, Which is, like, funny. <laughs> Because he's dead inside. So <laughs> that was the last uh, bit of emotion that came out of him. He's a really oh, good actor. Really good actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, you. Same wavelength. Same wavelength. We're we're on one tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a note here that Connor B's smooches are a bit aggressive. That was my exact word, so that's what I'm going to use. So we talked about that earlier. A hundred percent. That's why I thought it was worth noting. You guys um, same wavelength again always um my next note is thomas always be dodging these questions um <laughs> well because i think this was the point where katie like kind of pulled him aside and was like yo like quick What's question what on? the fuck um and then like she was just kind of like yeah like you know like i keep hearing about like a list of red flags and he was just kind of like weird i don't know what you're talking about like he, no yeah he keeps like, like talking around things like he never like every time she like, asked him a direct question like oh are you here for clout like are you here like for me he's just kind of like i'm happy to be here like so- Having a good yeah, time. I'm like, what a loaded question. It's like, yeah, you're asking somebody that came in The Bachelorette if they're here for clout. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them is. So you're just asking them to lie really good or to be honest and get fucked over. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> like, neither one of those is a good thing. Just oh, don't yeah. ask that. Just pretend it's fine until the end when things actually start happening. Although it is Katie. So I'd be like, I'm just, I'd be like, what do you mean? I'm just here for it. It's you. It's Katie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But he was too much of a dum-dum. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like, 
Maybe that's just me though. Just like, get to meet Katie and potentially date her. I'm like, sign me the fuck up. Where do I where? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Where? Um. So, oh yeah, because this is so. Uh, this is the cocktail party house. I I realize where I'm at. My own notes. Okay. Um, so then Aaron's telling like a whole ass fucking like real like sensitive deep story to Katie. Fucking Thomas butts his head in again and is like, "Hey, um, I got like more shit to say." And I, I wrote down like Aaron was straight up was like, "Do you think your time is more valuable than mine is?" And he was yeah. straight up like, "Yes." Again, I just think he's a big dummy. I don't think he means yeah. harm. I think he just is like kind of dumb. I was just sorry. Like, Who the Thomas. fuck actually says that? Who <laughs> cops to it? Oh no! So he's the kind of guy where he says something, you just go, "Oh, sweetie." Just yeah, know. I think he's really not very self-aware. I mean, he's just used to get everything he wants because he's very tall and attractive. Oh, a hundred percent. How it goes? Yeah. Um. So do, do, I would know. Do you? Me neither. I'm five ten on a good day, so I mean, I've had <laughs> oh, to fight for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this next row ceremony, um, Christian Connor C. David and Thomas go home. So I think at this point is basically she's, you know, kind of over Thomas during the pot more. Um, Christian, we really didn't see much of him. I forgot, honestly, Connor C existed. Same. I just, I knew there was another Connor, but I remember nothing about him. Me either. Um, but like, Christian, I remember him like being like very good looking. He was like the white uh-huh. dude with the curly blonde hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was. Um, I don't remember much about him, but I put a little star by his picture, so I guess I liked it. Who is this? Christian. Christian. I don't remember him, but apparently he struck a chord with Christina. Can you see him there? Oh, yeah. By the way, from Boston, Massachusetts. Cheat sheet with every man's face. Like, I do. And where they're glued in, or are they like actually like. Uh, No, it's like an. It's printed in a table, and then there's like where they're from and some like little interesting facts about them, and then my notes next to it. Yeah. Oh, there you That's go. So funny. <laughs> yeah. At least you didn't like, you know, assemble that with newspaper clippings or something weird. Yeah, no. Just have like some of their hair <laughs> that I found in <laughs> oh the trash God. can. It's fine. Yeah, she found all the San Diegans' addresses right. San Diegans. and have collected DNA of all of them. San Diegans, how dare you? She works in the, the sciences, so she's going to clone them. Ooh. Ooh, that's... I like I like that. Ideas. No, I like that thing I just well. came up with. Um, I do like your cheat sheet though. It's actually kind of genius because <laughs> I forget no, really all these is. fools' names and faces. I'll I send you guys the one I make next one. time. Okay. Oh yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we get into um another group date, which is a, a, a truth or dare date again. They need to fucking stop. I mean, like, I get it. It's easy for these quarantine seasons. I get it. But it's, like, too easy. Like, 90% of the dates were recycled dates from other quarantine seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Is or, yeah, it was, like, different iterations. Yeah. Is Michelle's quarantine? Yeah. Yes. Fuck. I think that'll probably be the last one, though. Yeah, because they're oh. filming it right now. Mm-hmm. Delta, you bitch. Listen to me. No moss. <laughs> Seriously. Um... And do 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 do. Um, it, yeah, it's kind of lame. And then they do like a, a one of those pepper proposals again, where they like eat a fucking habanero oh, yeah. and then do like a fake proposal. I liked um, that group date because it was there was a cute like bromancy element to it. Like not the pepper thing, true. the proposal thing, but like the fact that they had to partner up and it, like, like really oh awesome. yeah, yeah. And then, and then, when they were like waxing each other and that all was of that, and they were just they, it was fun. Like I I thought it was a a good vibe. 
See, when you were like talking about the proposal thing, I thought you were talking about the weird one-on-one dates where they make them like dress in like the actual wedding attire and pretend to get married. I fucking no. hate that. I would be if I was my no. one-on-one, I'd be so upset. I'd be like, those, this is the lamest thing. Those are terrible. They're the worst. Yeah. I'm like, why would I? Why would yeah. I do this? It takes away from the actual like. If we did get married, it takes away from the actual real moment. Right. I. Well, maybe that'd give me. Bo- you know what I mean? Like maybe they get a contestant bonus points to be like, listen, I want to actually marry you, and I don't want. This is going to take away from that moment. Like, I don't, know, I don't want to weird. see you in a wedding dress. It'll ruin it. No, I want to see you yeah. like in your wedding dress. I'm going to make this weird. is weird. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Don't like it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, this is the first time um, that we, I, I think that we really see, like, I wrote in here, Greg says, I love you. Like, and she was into it during the like proposal thing. Like he was, I think one of the only people to say like the words, I love you in it. Um, I think a lot of, you know, of the men like danced around it. I think for obvious reasons, because it's like week three or four. Um, but like she was just like, "Oh my god, I liked when he said that," and I was like, "Ew." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, um, this is again in reference to like people bringing up like drama and all of that. Andrew S like specifically brings up like it's weird to fucking brings drop to bring the drama to her attention, and everyone else is like, mm, "You're boring." <laughs> Mm, which I think people kicked out. Yeah. Which again, I think proves why Andrew S is a fucking peach, and why we love him. Wait, do we talk about how this this group date that we were talking about though? This is the one where they had to like whisper sweet, like what they were gonna do to her sexually in that giant ear. Yes, whisper sweet nothings into her yeah. ear. Again, Greg that did ear. the really weird like yes, state thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the actual fuck was this? Eebie-jeebies. <laughs> I think I would just Thank go you. silly with that. Because, again, these are such, like, awkward things. But I don't know her well enough to actually, like, sexually, like, hit on her. I would just, like, go over the top and be, like, kind of cheesy. I think that would be the right direction. Yeah, and just be, like, super silly and, like, generic, like, fairy tale, like, romantic novel bullshit. Because like so what You, you f- run the risk of, if you're being too serious, it would just come off as, like, either creepy, you know, or... Yeah too much so i just want to make them laugh good, yeah yeah because it's like also like make them laugh make yeah, them I'm laugh whispering into a giant ear <laughs> yeah it's i just got done eating a bunch of peppers and possibly whatever what else they eat something um, else terrible they'd eat like a pasta bunch of pasta bunch of carbs i mean either my mouth is on fire or my stomach is just bloated to hell i'm not feeling sexy in this giant ear i'm sorry <laughs> no a hundred percent like the food challenges killed me because yeah, it was all just like carbohydrates, which Ugh, you know, all these men are, you know, Shizzled. again, objectively attractive and like they work out. You yeah, know I mean, they might not work out a lot, but they all probably work out to an extent, or they're just like skinny. Probably and, all on keto. Right. And like a couple of them like made comments of like, oh, I haven't had like carbs like this in fucking years. And I'm like, good grief. Like, <laughs> like a and to be fair, I wouldn't want to eat you know, like 30 Pop-Tarts in a sitting either. Ooh. Or like whatever the fuck. We should get Pop-Tarts. But I eat, I eat pasta like twice a week. Oh, I love pasta. Right, but too. like, uh, yeah, it was just like okay, the way yeah. that they reacted. to it. I pasta like, tonight. Yeah. Mm. I know. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was it's, really funny. It was funny. Um, but this is the week that Blake shows up. Is it? Yes, week four. It's like oh, the these poor the bastards episode. had to eat a bunch of fucking peppers and a bunch of pasta. They're laying there bloated and their mouths on fire, and then fucking Blake shows up. Yep. His, his Canadian ass. Um, with his so he giant shows up. fucking jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the giant. crimson chin over here, like, <laughs> whooping in. 
I think Blake is very attractive. I, some of my friends don't agree, but very much my it. type. Yeah. Like, again, for a white man, I'm into it. Like, yeah. if we couldn't tell, I'm usually not into, like, the, like, blonde white dude. Aesthetic. I, That's usually I mean, not my thing. This is the third time this episode you said, for a white guy, he's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I actually, I kind of got clarify just in case anyone I was tan. Confused. I tan really well. It's just, like, yeah. my not. I didn't get a lot of sun in the summer coat. She no, says that, and I look COVID at my skin. Thing, and we haven't gotten out. She's like, oh no! Oh no! I'm getting close. <laughs> I consider you like white adjacent. That's fair. That's um, the black hair, isn't it? Yeah, it is it. black hair. Um, it's my saving grace. But yeah, so Blake shows up. They um, do just close. They have DM'd prior to the season airing, um, and he news. was just like, "Yeah, oh my god." Um, <laughs> so in my notes, I'm like, "Collusion." <laughs> shenanigans yeah but like he basically like explains because i was like oh like is that weird like him showing up like with his ex hosting question mark you know what i mean and like they make this huge ass fucking deal about him being on three seasons of the bachelorette like claire doesn't count he was at like two and a half ish yeah i don't i don't count i think claire's counts at all like that was one season Especially because she only had eyes for Dale after the first five seconds. Right. Um, like, nobody mattered. No one had point. a chance. No. So, I, I thought that was really dumb. But, like, I thought it was very interesting that, like, his direct ex, Tasha, was there. And she was just like, yeah, like, fuck it. Like, sure, come on down, dude. Like, yeah. I thought that was really nice. That's I did, too. Of him. Like I, said, I thought it was interesting. But, like, very cool. Um, and, like, they were, again, like, she was just like, yeah. Like, I, I got to think about it, but, you know, you could possibly hop on this season, maybe. Um, and then they, yeah, they leave the final row ceremony. And at that point, this is when, yeah, Christian, Connor, David, and Thomas get eliminated. And, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, no, it is, because then uh, Blake gets the last rose, because they have an extra they have an extra rose essentially at the oh, end. Oh yeah, everyone, she like goes like, to his what? room and he's like naked. Yeah. <laughs> and I read somewhere um, that that was like three o'clock in the morning. So he was oh just God. asleep and he was happened to be sleeping naked. So that made Who sense. Was this? For him. Blake. This is Blake. When oh. she knocked on his door, like in her dress from the cocktail party, he was like, here's a rose. You should stay. Yeah. And he was like, this is awkward. I'm naked. <laughs> Ah, yes. See, I knew yeah. I kindred with Blake for a reason, because that'd be me. I'm like, hold on, I gotta find some sort of pants. <laughs> like, Oh my god. There's a cameraman. That's hella funny. Um, that's, yeah, that's that's a straight-up vibe. Good for Blake. Exactly. Um, so then we roll into the next week, where he moves in officially, and she, like, addresses everybody like, head-on. Like, she's like, hey, um, surprise, surprise, we have a new friend here. The Crimson Chin has arrived. Um, the Crimson Chin has arrived. Um, the chin is large and in charge where <laughs> and everyone was like, Ooh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he immediately gets a one-on-one though, which is like very, I which like- is a bold move. Well, um, I think I get it. Cause it's like he, you kind of need to have that catch up time. Right. Right yeah. up the bat. Yeah. Like you, you know, need like, to figure it out it, if there's something there. Or... Hurt. They, but that's cause they're whatever they're pent up and. Because they're babies. Big babies. Big, Big old babies. babies. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it made sense because like, you need to figure out if like there's actual connection there to continue that because like he has a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. 
Um, no, absolutely. So yeah, he gets a one-on-one and then let me see. Yeah. Like they're, you know, like very into it. Like they basically make up on lost time, quite frankly. Um, and there's actually a second one-on-one that week that Andrew gets. Andrew S., excuse me. And let me see. Do, 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 do. Oh, um, she also, uh, th- this one-on-one tells Blake about her sexual assault. She Again, just to make sure everyone's like kind of on the same page. Like she's like, oh, I shared this last week in front of everybody else. I should probably let you know too. Um, so yeah, again, having to fucking tell that four times on TV, like I would die. Oh, yeah. She just is a strong person. We stand. We do stand. Um, let me see here. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, her and Andrew S. get another one-on-one. I didn't continue taking notes after this this week, so I don't remember what their one-on-one was. That's fine. That's I, fine. Yeah, it's, I feel like we can just kind of like loosely talk about things. The rest. Yeah. Because um, yes. the middle of the season is kind of just like blur. <laughs> It really then, is. Yeah, like she does the red wedding. I don't remember when that is, where she just like sends home almost everybody. She so sends home like is, ten people. Uh, the following week, that's week six. So at the end okay, of week before five, we get to the red wedding, though, do we need refills? Do you guys need? Refills? I really do. Can get I refills. Get some, more wine? <laughs> get some refills. This will be a time where we talk about an ad do, from our sponsors. Do, do, do. Oh my god! We have sponsors for this. We do not. But what I am going to do is I'm just going to start plugging other podcasts uh, that we're on. Um, if you are into people being murdered and talked about, well, we have the podcast for you. Hot for Justice stars Jamie, as you're hearing on this podcast right here, along with uh, Miss Jessica Penn, who isn't on here, but that's fine. She didn't have to join. It's okay. I'll be okay. I'll recover. But tune into that. It's called Hot for Justice if you want to listen to people be talked about being murdered and all that stuff. Because people are into that. I think that's a trend. I think it's fun. I don't know. Christina, do you like true crime stuff? I do like true crime stuff. Okay, well then great. So then you would be probably very into Hot for Justice. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So respectfully, in. I think that was probably the worst description of my podcast that you've ever given. Oh, okay. Well, next time I won't plug your fucking podcast on mine then. You can just go ahead. No. Um, so we, we talk about mostly like cold cases in case anyone's like into that shit. Um, Listen, yes, I... No, I just said oh, talk about people getting murdered and then talking about it, which I'm not wrong. Absolutely. I don't know how I have not listened to this yet. I feel like I need to immediately you really, go you subscribe. You have a lot of Hot for Justice to catch up on. I do. do. Um, we're currently on a, a brief summer summer break, um, but so we'll be back soon. It's fine. Fresh, I'll go listen shit. to old ones. Hot for Justice. Catch, yeah, you got a lot of catching up to do. It's a very wonderfully artistic drawn like cover of them. Um, but I would I, I would like you to try to describe what why do you like this is. Oh, why do you like this? This is another good one. Mm-hmm. Why do you like this is we take Jamie and we take Jackson uh, and we basically they have polar opposites of tastes when it comes to media in the form of film and TV. Um, I would say Jackson. You mean Jackson more. actually likes good movies? Yeah, I was, I was getting there. Jackson has actually like a sophisticated taste when it comes to film. Jamie, on the other hand, hasn't watched any movie ever. So Not sophisticated <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. So rude. <laughs> So, well, I mean, it's she owns it, and uh, that's the whole point of the show is like you know the 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 two the two contrast of tastes kind of merge into one podcast, and it's great. Yeah, like dead ass. Like just to recap seasons we've had previously, in case anyone is interested, 
our first season's about Harry Potter and all like all the associated books, movies. You know, we haven't seen the play of The Cursed Child. We also don't want to pay like $200 just to do a podcast episode about it. Um, maybe one day. Fair. Um, and also those awful Fantastic Beast movies. Uh, we've talked about those. Second season, we talked about all things Batman. Um, like a bunch of different comics and then also all, all of the associated films. Um, and then we did a true crime season that had a bunch of different, you know, cases that had like books and movie accompaniments. So you, Jackson, we, we take you. off turns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yep. then the following season was all Guillermo del Toro, del Toro films. Um, and then this season, we're currently talking about what I'd like to call hot girl shit, which is all movies I watched in middle school. And yeah. like sleepover movies, that so like, oh, hundred percent. So if you want to hear like really non-educated to- me talking about these movies, you you can go listen to that. And we'll say the like... next. Oh, the next film yeah, coming up in that is uh... Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mm, my favorite. Followed yeah, followed by a Cinderella story. A la oh yeah, Hillary Duff. This is amazing. I feel yeah. like I know Jackson. I just realized that sounded creepy because I just listened to you your other podcast where you guys talk about nerdy shit so oh we could wins that's yeah that's jackson yeah oh my god that's this no. podcast this it's podcast, this podcast right here? i mean i listen uh, i listen to this podcast you guys oh my we're god happy, we're happy you listen a fan. Not, i don't just listen to the episodes i'm on did you did you watch the howling no Ooh, watch the howling <laughs> watch the howling the howling's fun we talked about that in one of our most recent recent episodes of weekend plans okay I will. Uh, it's an old werewolf film Interesting. There is a um, there's an aggressive werewolf sex scene in it. There oh is. Didn't expect and there's it. Boobies. There's tons Ooh. of boobies. Well, you won me back. I came, <laughs> I was gone. I came back. <laughs> it's a wild ride, Christina. <laughs> it's wild. Um, I will say I'm a little bit of a puppy timer, so I will have to yep. take her out at some point within the next like 30 minutes or so. But I think right. we're Excellent. I think we're on good. Good, a good, uh, pace. good momentum right now. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get into the latter half of the season. Mm-hmm. So Blake is officially here. Week five, um, he gets a rose. Hunter gets a rose. Andrew S. gets a rose. So that's on the two one-on-ones. And then Hunter gets the group date rose. This was the group date with the uh, weird football game. I hate those dates. They make me uncomfortable. Uh, yes. I this get it. Everyone one. was like but I half naked like in like Speedos playing not football. And all of the promos were setting up Hunter to be this villain that like mm-hmm. paralyzed Michael A. When it wasn't even him that hit him. It was so stupid no. how they set him up to be a villain and all of the editing and it wasn't his fault at all. It was nuts. And Michael ended up being okay, just for yeah. everyone's edification. Right. It wasn't even that fine. bad. Yeah. It was fucking bonkers. Um, but this is, uh, you know, when everyone kind of starts to turn on Hunter, they're like, oh, like, what the fuck? You know, like, da 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 And that's when everyone's fears start tor- turning. And then they're like, oh, well, Hunter's not here for the right fucking reasons. But this is also the same week that you find out he has a kid, too. Yeah, where and, did that come from? Yeah, like, at no other point during this entire time have they reference him having a child um but apparently he also has a, a single dad situation and i mean like that's fine to have two of them but like I, why would you like highlight michael's like so heavily i mean like, i know his has like more of a trauma associated with it but like okay. still like why you know only focus on like one of them didn't he talk about it in the circle of sadness earlier 
I thought he might have brought up that he had a kid. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Hmm. The circle of sadness. Get the fuck out of here. Circle of sadness. So um, on that week, um, this is when we see um, Andrew M. go home, Josh and Courtney. Um, R.I.P. our man Courtney. And then also Andrew M., fun fact. So he's listed as a San Diegan in the um like bachelor credits or whatever but he's also originally walnut, from walnut creek yeah walnut which creek, is like the town next to us the wc oh. as we call it like i work in walnut creek <laughs> so you guys should be bffs that's whose hair i know i was collecting from the trash cans Get that's on. what i'm saying but apparently now he's in san diego because um, what's funny is like all the original like promo stuff like he was listed in Walnut Creek and then like all of a sudden like when the show aired it was San Diego <laughs> San Diego's the new hotness apparently so whatever so it was sad to see our home hometown pride go home <laughs> um, we were rooting for you we were all rooting <laughs> for you we were. Um, so the next week week six um, Justin gets a one on one and he gets a rose um, and this is the week of the red wedding. Things get bad. But before they get bad, we have the wedding date Ugh. where they all like pretend to get married. Wow. And I and, like, didn't even think of that. That makes so much sense. The wedding and then the red wedding. I know. I wonder if that was on purpose. Hmm. Oh, bachelor producers, you silly bastards. Um, but yeah, again, like, wedding dates they're overdone but also at the same time I, I get it you're in quarantine there's only so so many fucking date ideas i guess you can have yeah. but like people love damn. it for yeah and I'm, I'm sure they do it on like regular seasons too I, I bet it's like just like a thing um but um this is the point where they really all start getting up on hunter like i have that r- written down yeah. like people are accusing him of like being this like bachelor nation super fan like he's you know uh, he knows all the ins and outs and you know they're they're not accusing him necessarily of like bachelor chasing but like being calculated much. yeah which is right. so dumb he recently posted a video to reddit the mm-hmm. i, cause I oh, follow the bachelor reddit subreddit um uh-huh. and it was basically like hey guys i'm here in the forums you know because i'm like the king of the forums oh and God. it was really funny it was really like tongue-in-cheek but he's like yeah anyways i just wanted to say hi i guess i'm here you know who i am now like here's my username if you want to like look at my history i don't know okay bye it was oh really God. funny because he just like um, he's like owning it a little bit it was nice well what's extra funny too is actually i want to say yesterday i saw on I forget if it was a bachelor page or if it was Dumois. Um, someone had screenshotted his Bumble page. Because um, I want to say he's like from Texas or some shit, like Austin area. I could be making that up. Um, um, I have it on my cheat sheet. Oh, I love that for you. He's from Houston. Houston. Yeah. I was half right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, I guess, is like active on Bumble in the Houston area. And I guess a bunch of people were roasting him because he lists he lists himself on bumble as like being like 510 but everyone's like nah like you're definitely shorter (laughs) that's hilarious whatever who cares like don't all men like lie about their height like a skosh isn't that like a thing i mean my continued joke is i'm 510 on a good day and i think that sums it up pretty perfectly 
Yeah. And like my dad has said something very similar. Like, you know, he says, you know, five, ten and three quarters, but like he's like five, ten. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I, again, like I feel like it's like a thing to, you know, fudge it a little, you know, or whatever to make yourself appear taller, especially if you're a short man. Um, which again, no shame in your game. Not everyone can be fucking six, five and no. not everyone should be six, five. So, you know, keep on keeping on if you're, if you're shorter than average. I was muted. I just realized because my dogs are. <laughs> Um, but I was going to say, yeah, I don't, I really don't care how tall a guy is to be completely honest, as long as they're taller than yeah. me, which is not hard to do. So yeah, tall I mean, like, like five, three. Oh, that's yeah. fun. I didn't know that. Never seen I you. Like, I think I always picture you as taller. I don't know why. I, don't, I, I have a big bitch energy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not true at all. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. I have big bitch energy. My five, nine ass. <laughs> I do, uh, I do wear heels a lot, so maybe that's why. That's oh, it. No, yeah, heels. that might be it. Yeah. Yes, I was gonna say like you like, and and also it might just be like how like you wear things like that they're cut. Like your legs always look hella long. Mm. Yeah, I have a small torso and big hips. So your hips don't lie. We talked about this. They don't. It's true. That's right. Shakira, truer words were never spoken. Mm-hmm. That's my my Italian birth and hips. You know? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, where were we? <laughs> Yes, so everyone's getting up on Hunter. They're calling him a super fan, whatever. Then it's like that um, drag queen roasting date. Which was such a lost opportunity. What a travesty this date was. Why didn't we see these men in drag down the runway? I am so disappointed with this date. Ridiculous. It was dumb. They are just, they are cowards. The producers are cowards. They didn't want to ostracize the transphobic homophobic audience nope. by dressing the dudes in drag and it was stupid dumb it was dumping drag queens onto the season and not have mm-hmm. the guys dress in drag it's missed opportunity waste of their time but again yeah. they have to appease that middle class white christian bitch then don't bring drag queens on no 100 and also like judging like the contestants and like all of that like all of them said that that was like the most fun they've ever had like all the stuff like as like on instagram they said that like after the episode aired and then also i think they mentioned on ad the men tell all a couple of them brought it up um so yeah again that seemed like super fucking fun and i would have loved to be a part of that um but i love how they all like low-key came for hunter and he was like i'm a bigger person like i would never like stoop to their level and like roast any of these people i'm not gonna attack their character like okay like it, it's all in jest, my dude. Like, chill the fucker out. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. But chill out. <laughs> like, you're not holier than thou, my dude. I, I think he just... And, and we know now he actually has some diagnosed mental issues with having Tourette's syndrome. Like, it's hard to control your reactions right. to things and the way you talk about things. So it makes a lot of sense that he would be a little bit more controlled and like not really speak his mind a lot because he's trying to hold back a bit like it makes a lot of sense and it's not a bad thing jamie did forget about the tourette syndrome thing because you're right this is with the week that katie did address it on instagram like she had posted you know a whole blurb about like hey like hunter has tourette's da 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 da. um because i want to say people also were pointing out maybe a couple of ticks he might have had um on social media yeah Um, I, i don't 
quite remember, but he basically, yeah, he, he did come out and like, you know, did like a little blurb, like a little video, like a, like a reel or like a IGTV or some shit. Um, and she had reposted it and was just like, yeah, like the more, you know, um, but things continue to get juicy because then this is the date or sorry, the, the date, the two on two with Connor B, Katie, um, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick, her fiance. Oh my and gosh. I forgot about this date. Oh. It was so fucking uncomfy. Well, it this this date also solidified that Connor B is 100% my type because those dad jokes would have worked on me 100%. Yes. Love oh it. <laughs> Love it. He was amazing. a good dad joke. And I, I felt really bad because it was like Katie tried and she just just was not into him. She just didn't have the spark. She didn't have the passion for him. Like, I get it. It's fine. So at least she tried yeah. one last time and then it was just like, no, not for me. Well, it was just like funny too. So after all that like aggressive kissing we talked about and all that, whatever, she like came out and she was like, I need you to kiss me one more time basically because like, I'm not sure I'm into it. And then she like, Heike called him a bad yeah. kisser on television. That was so mean. Poor guy. I you know. know. Was it mean? Like, or, it wasn't I'm sorry. like that he was a bad kisser. It was that she didn't like get a spark from his kisses. Yeah, like a she, passion from it. The joke he made it was how bad, bad of a kisser am I? Right. Yeah. They made it made. into that. And I was just like, oof. Poor guy. Well, and then um, is this when we're at? Oh, we're not quite at uh, the mental all yet. So I'll, I'll save that. Um, we'll put a cork in the bad kisser thing. Um, so he gets eliminated at that date. And then, um, like I said, Justin has his one-on-one. He gets a rose. And then this is the week that Aaron, Hunter, James, and Trey all go home. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Yeah. it's like Because that wasn't like the red wedding. That was like the second one, or mini red wedding. No, she did a was, lot of those. This yeah. was the week like where the most people went home like, after the, like, the first two weeks. Yeah. Was it, like, Connor oh. didn't go at the rose ceremony. He Oh, left. you're right. She kicked him out of the date, and then we, like, she got rid of, like, three or four people at the rose ceremony. Yeah, it was another four, or, yeah, four at the rose ceremony. This was the so, red wedding. Yeah, so she kicked out the shit disturber, Aaron. She got rid of Hunter, because everyone basically voted him off the island. Um, yeah, and then James, a.k.a. Box Boy, with the slick back hair. And then our man's Trey, with the bucket of balls in his fucking truck bed he drove off also kind of a shit starter but i think from a better yeah. place in his heart yeah he was more innocent with it. he's gonna be interesting in paradise he feels yeah. very he feels too pure oh, for paradise but we'll see we'll see we'll i think i'll have fun well i mean how could you not have fun a billion percent so then we fast forward to next week which is week i think we're on the week seven yes where greg gets a second one-on-one that's right. And it just breaks the heart of everybody else who's not that. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? And Yikes. then ev- and then the few people that haven't gotten a one-on-one yet are like shit in their pants, right? right. As Which they is, should be. Well, right. Which is Mike P um, and Brendan and Michael A. And so then Michael A gets the second or is confirmed based on the group date card that he's going to be the one the second one-on-one and brendan's like bitch what the fuck and so brendan we have not heard from this man basically all season so i'm going to re- remind everybody who the fuck brendan is he was the 
other attractive white man with like all the tattoos and like the Johnny Bravo hair, like the undercut situation. Like the rock star dude. What do you What do you mean the rock star dude? Was he a rock star? No, never mind. I'm thinking a different guy. I actually, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, Christina, can you remind me um, what Brendan's occupation or what his deal was? Oh, um, yes. I, I just described him as the tattooed man with the Johnny Bravo undercut hair. Yeah, he's also from Canada, Toronto. Canadian. He yes. was Blake's actual friend in real life. Yep, they play hockey uh, together. And a, a trainee firefighter. Yes, so he realizes he's, no, he's not getting a one-on-one. And so he basically storms up to Katie's room and is like, bitch, what the fuck? And she was just basically honest and was just like, yeah, no, no, I'm not really feeling it. And so I forget if it's like a self-elimination technically or uh, if it's like he a like, like brought mutual himself, buy. I think, was, I think it was a mutual thing because if he hadn't had done it, she would have just not picked him for the rose ceremony. Right. And so that's I think kind like, of what she alludes to. Yeah. Good for him for kind of taking that into his own. Like he was like, hey, so clearly you're not interested in me. <laughs> like he didn't say that, but it's like you didn't take me on right. one and one. What am I supposed to think? And she's like, yeah, nah. You can just She's leave. like, yeah, you're not wrong, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I felt bad for him. Uh, oh God, I saw I recently he had on, it was a, a TikTok or like an Instagram video. I can't remember. Where it's like a picture of Blake. And it was just and it, his phone looking at the TV. You can just hear him in the background going, cock block. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, so I did really like him. Um, again, I don't think we saw we a lot of him. Didn't see anything of him. I Mm-mm. think his hair was an absolute travesty, and he should work on that. But agreed, he needs a better haircut. But like again, like objectively attractive. Like I, I was into sure. the whole like tattoo sleeve thing. Some people's type. I'm not. I'm not into yeah. the, the blonde. I think with a boy. different haircut, he'd be Donnie like kind of hot. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so he he leaves. And then we have the second one-on-one with Greg, which is like his like taste of Seattle or whatever the fuck That's they want right. to call the it. The gum wall thing. The gum wall. She throws a fake fish at him. And he was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> this is a real fish for a second, <laughs> which was very funny. Yeah. Um, and again, like that seems like just, you know, fi- fine and dandy. Like I really didn't have any feelings like here or there about it. Um, and then we get Mike P's one-on-one creepy cult hug date (laughs) yes oh my fuck this is the weirdest shit i've ever seen (laughs) it was just it was so clearly contrived to make mike uncomfortable and i really did not appreciate that it made me uncomfortable it made me uncomfortable and gave me flashbacks of the uh serena pitt date from last season Um, yes the yoga one the the, like tantric one yeah where it's like, and, oh, you don't enjoy touching people? Well, your whole date's going to be touching. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for everyone, if anyone didn't watch, um, they dressed them in all white and had them lay on this like pillow pad situation in the middle of like the fucking New Mexico woods or desert or whatever the fuck and had them do different like hugging techniques to like bring them closer. Again, it was like a physical touch date thing they're both like busting up laughing the entire time because they're both uncomfortable yeah which like i'm sure this would be really fun if it was somebody that you actually were like having chemistry with and whatever but yeah clearly they were so uncomfortable 
and good for them for like being good sports, but right. Yeah. And I'm not going to like sit here and say that like if Zach and I were doing this date that we wouldn't be fucking busting up laughing I'd be laughing too. I can't I can't laughing. look at somebody that says they're a cuddle expert in the face and like right. not laugh. Well, a also cuddle expert and is like, all right, now we're going to have you mount him. <laughs> Go ahead and mount him now. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is real cuddling. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell yeah. you what she's cuddling. <laughs> yeah, I was like the virgin <laughs> with the raging boner. <laughs> Guy. Oh man, I feel so bad for him. They did him dirty. Yeah, that they was super dirty. like they had plenty of time to be like, well, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, yeah, they had plenty of time to change that because that's that's rough. Um, so, needless to say, Katie and Mike P don't work out. She's like, sorry, it's not you, it's me, basically. Like, you know, again, not that the virginity is a problem necessarily, but like also, there's just no chemistry here, and I had to keep you here for. I can't long. imagine Mike actually being interested in Katie either. No, I'm very Me confused like, for like his polar whole, Like, why was he on the show for Katie? I don't understand that at all. I don't. I think either. he's a nice guy. I don't think he means anything, any harm. I think he's actually like a good person and all that. Sure, he's fine. It just mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense that he actually would go on the show to not a lick. be with Katie at all. No. Um, no, I couldn't agree more. I don't know what happened there. I don't think it I don't I, I don't and I don't have like an explanation and it's fine. It's fine. And it's fine. it's fine. It was probably all for television and again the you know Midwestern Christian moms. Yeah. And that's fine. I guess I guess that's fine and dandy for them. I'm sure they loved him. Sure. Um, so this is where the first, like, real drama ensues with Rose Ceremony. Like, real drama. So Andrew S. gets sent home. That was And rough. shit gets sufficiently weird. So, basically, you know, I... And I don't... I really couldn't tell you why you know, at this point, she wasn't sending Justin home, but clearly there was a connection that nobody else saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just because he was so edited out of the show, I feel like, except for his fucking A-plus facial expressions, which, let's take five seconds real quick. Oh my gosh. He's a champion, and I... The mean yes. ability of this man, and when I tell you at the After the Final Rose, when they did the compilation of all his faces, I was, one, dying, was- but two, he was like, you know, they asked him, like, oh my god, like, you know, did you know you, you did this? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I've always had, I've been told I have an expressive face, but like, I didn't really know until I saw myself on TV. <laughs> Hysterical. Yeah. So good. Which, good for him. He, yeah. he, he did own it. Like, I, I'm here for it. Love that for him. But yeah, like, especially at this point, it seemed like the connection with Andrew was a lot better than the one with Justin. So yeah. like, it was very confusing. And then I forget exactly how it started, like, you know, did he go to her first and was like, what, what happened? Or uh, oh, no, he, 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 he went letter. to her to say goodbye. He's like, I feel yes. like we left on a weird note. Like, I want to yep. make sure we had like a better closure than that. Like it, it's, it, it wouldn't be us if it wasn't like a fun note that it left on. And so they had like yeah. a, 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 like a little moment there. And that's when she was like, wait. And she like chased after him afterwards. Yeah. Had he, he came day. to say goodbye and he brought her that letter. And yeah. Was like, read this after I leave. Like, and a producer da, 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 da. wrote for sure. Oh, totally. Oh, a thousand, a thousand percent. percent. A producer wrote that. Wrote that. Well, yeah. And then they were like, "Fucking open it right now." Like, <laughs> yeah. I worked really hard on that. 
Yeah, because like he didn't even get like halfway out the fucking door before she was ripping it open. <laughs> right. Um. And yeah, and then she chases him, and it's like, don't leave. And he was like, well, like you asked me to go, like respectfully, I'm gonna go. Like, right. And it makes total sense. She's like, oh, what if you know we figure out a way for you to stay? To be like, well, you clearly. Out of the, like, other people that are here, I was the bottom of the totem pole. So I yeah. don't want to stay respectably. Like, which I think sense. it's the most respectable decision. Like, yeah. I would have probably not said the same thing, which probably speaks volumes about me. But <laughs> <laughs> I would have been, like, as, like yeah. yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, 100%. So good and for him for sticking up for himself. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think a lot of people would have had the gall to be like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. He like, had a good I was edit. Not your first choice. And a clean break. So a thousand fucking percent. This is my totem for Andrew S for Bachelor. I, I want to see it. I don't have enough faith in ABC that they're gonna have two black bachelors in a row. But I think he is a front runner for maybe not this next season, but the one after. Maybe. We'll see. Well, we will see. Again, like I would love to see it, but I I'm just not really sure. And I feel like Michael A. logistically just won't work out. Again, I love a sleepless, sleepless in Seattle moment. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think it's just too much forethought for ABC to deal with, especially with like a nine-year-old or however fucking old he is. Right. Um, and I don't mean that to be like dismissive. I genuinely don't know how this, this child is. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so uh, then- both dogs are staring at me and wanting to go outside. So I have oh like God. limited time. Just so I don't mean to rush you. Got you. It. <laughs> No, you're good. So we're going to fast forward. So then yes. the next next week, we are greeted by Michael A. self-eliminating. We see him FaceTiming with his son, which is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And heartbreaking. Then his son, yeah, because then his son basically says, like, do you love me? Like, I haven't seen you in, like, two months. Yeah. Um, which, totally valid feeling for a child. I mean, really valid feeling for most people, I think, in general. Like, I'd be, I'd be bothered if my husband left me for two months. You know what I mean? Like, especially going on a dating, dating show. show. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, it's one of those things where if you see, don't see anybody for two months, you're going to be like, wow, I, I really fucking miss you. But, like, especially, like, a kid, like, your kid, like, fuck. So he basically is like, I can't keep breaking my kid's heart, like, by not going home. So, like, I need to go home. Yeah. Which Respect. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to diss him for that. Like, you know, it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, well, you could have done it like a couple weeks ago if you're going to do that. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, the show in general, but I, I get that you, you really can't know what it's going to be like until you're there. A hundred percent. So I'm not going to shit on that. He go, he goes home and Katie's heartbroken. Like I, you know, and I feel that like she really had like a really deep connection with him and she felt it and she was real upset. So there's no elimination that week. And then this is the week that we have after or the mental all. Um, basically it mental all is, it was honestly kind of a sneezer. Like I, yeah, it, it was just bachelor auditions, which it normally is. Right. Like they have, a, they had a couple of hot seats. It wasn't really, again, like that much, you know, crazy shit. Like they had, yeah. like, I want to say Thomas in a hot seat and we're like, Oh, like, were you really just trying to be the bachelor? You're rehashing like, drama. Yeah. There's no real, like, no clear anything that came out of that, to be honest. No, the only thing that was even, like, noteworthy was the Connor B. Kiss situation, which we alluded to earlier. I'd um, rather just had, never think about that again. <laughs> yeah, they hot-seated him, and That's he was terrible. like, yeah, like, I guess I'm just a bad kisser. And then 
like an audience member who was planted like the abc casted her like it was an abc yes. casting call they did a thing they paid her money she was she i mean she is an artist like she is a musical artist who actively makes music right and promote herself um after the mental aired um and she was like i'll kiss you and then you know they made it, out it was, and she was like that was an 11 out of 10 <laughs> was so obviously fake like she was miked already so like how dumb do you think your audience is (laughs) hello as my mic as my voice comes through all the speakers i am here randomly uh to say i don't think you're a bad kisser so let's find out he's all like oh i was checking you out when i came in she's like oh my god me too it was weird it was nuts so i'm gonna basically fast forward to the rest of it because it was kind of neither here nor there and then we get to the semifinals over, or not overnights. Uh, this is uh, the hometowns, which AKA is bringing the families over. Justin's family basically says like, fuck you. We're not coming. Um, so he has his two best friends come. It was the fucking so like, it was so sad. Like I'd be devastated if my parents were like, mm, no. Yeah. Like this is dumb. Yeah. Like, Are you going to win? Really the reason no. that they gave. <laughs> they were just kind of like, oh, like if you're like, not sure what's going to happen, like we're not going to bother. Right. Which again was like shitty. Like it's like, do you not believe in your own kid? Like, yeah, I don't know. Seriously, I, I did really like his friends though. Like his friends were dope. Like I, I loved were, his like, friends. Yeah, they were asking good questions. Like they were, you know, and I don't want to say like your friends know you better than your family, but like especially like when you're like I like I want to say like in your formative years, like you know, especially like you know middle through like middle school through college, like those people like really and truly know you so well because you're spending a lot of time at school, like maybe a lot of time at work or, you know, doing extracurriculars or what have you. So these people are the closest to you compared to your family. Yeah. You know I mean, just because 100%. of how much time you're spending with them. Um, not to say that you're not close with your family and like they, they don't know your deepest, darkest secrets, but like your friends, especially in those, those years probably really do. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was kind of a fun perspective. Um, Blake's family was a little bonkers. I, I do like them. His sister I liked them. was asking the hard-hitting questions, which we we stand. They were, like, um, in enough, but also serious enough and, like, realistic right. enough. They were, like, a good balance, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then I honestly don't remember a lot about Greg's family. Uh, I they just, were very forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> neither. Because it, well, they had we, that whole thing with the Zoom call where like his right. sisters and like, he cried, like the nephews, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're you're right. I did forget about that. But then we have what we've all been waiting for today to talk about Gregory oh. Grippo. Um, uh, so the this Greg man, meltdown. Yeah, Greg. So Gate. okay, Greg Gate, twenty twenty one. So like I said, I did some outside. Um, you know, homework. Um, did you? I did. Um, I listened to several different podcasts. Um, I did listen to three separate episodes of The Vile Files, which I'm not going to say is like the most credible resource, but he did have on a couple of guests um, that were like actual like clinicians in a psychology realm. Great experts. Um, yeah, like actual experts. Um, I'm going to pull up their names just so I don't like completely fuck this up and, you know, be a total fucking asshole. Um, so the first episode he did, um, was on August 5th, um, with Dr. Alexandra Solomon. Um, she's a clinician as well. She talks about the breakup and like the whole thing. And then, um, 
on this past Tuesday, which would have been what the 10th, I think, or the 9th. Um, he had Dr. Diane Strakowski on, um, and she's oh. another psychologist. And um, they also talked about it. Well, these episodes are over an hour long. Um, so if you want to listen to it, I do, I do suggest listening to it because then you can get a better idea of than I can give you. I'm not a clinician and I'm honestly like just above idiot level of comprehension of a lot of things. How dare you? You're um, a basic intelligent level at best. <laughs> thank you. But I was also like listening to this like while I was like working and doing things. So, like, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, wasn't like strictly paying attention the whole time. Of course. So basically, so, and I also listened to the vile files with Nick interviewing Greg himself, which I think aired today. Um, or no, it aired, it aired on Tuesday and, oh, both episodes dropped Tuesday. Um, the one with Dr. Diane Strykowski and the one with Greg. They just aired at different times. Um, and they were recorded on separate days. Um, so pardon my discrepancy there. Anyways, so basically in all of what happened, I'm going to try to summarize the best I can. And Christina and Zach can fill in any gaps that I'm going to give. Um, so it's disclosed, but so like the order they do the hometowns, I want to say was what it was Greg, Justin, Blake. I honestly can tell you. you. Remember? No, I, don't I feel back like there's no way sure. to know like how, what order it's well, the way they aired in. it. Oh, um, it was Blake. What's not Blake first? Let me. Me, I just remember Blake because I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, Justin I, I, first, I, maybe. Maybe it was I Justin, wasn't Justin first. Because yeah, I think they dropped like the bomb about the like no family thing first, and then yeah, I think they aired I don't Blake and then Greg. Because I think they like made it look like the Greg thing was towards the end of the week, and then this fight was immediately after. When in actuality, Greg's was either first or second, like in the actual chronological order of time. Um, yeah. So she was dealing with the Greg shit while actually having to do another hometown or two. Right. Um, that's right. Again, not that, that matters too much, but like just for that, that's food for thought. Um, so basically after the hometown, this was a, a day and a half later, according to Greg himself on the Nick Vile files. Yeah. Uh-huh. A day and a half later, basically, did he go to Katie or did Katie go to him? He went, he to, went Katie. to Katie. Yeah. yeah. And basically well, it was like. But, but I mean, to, to set ahead. it up, like during his hometown, he basically like dropped his whole heart onto her yeah. and was like, you fill a hole in my heart, red flag. And like mm-hmm. all these other, <laughs> like, putting a lot of pressure onto her after already knowing that she had said that she's not going to say she loves somebody until she just has one person left super respectful yeah i think she made that very clear on i think on everybody's hometown like i'm not gonna say i love you until the end and he had in his head an idea for what she should say back to that which he did not which she did not say and he immediately kind of closed down and that was kind of the end of the hometown and then it was the day and a half later that he Mm -hmm. had been struggling with that and came back to talk to her right so did you also listen to these episodes of the podcast? I, or? I didn't listen to the vile files, but I saw a post that kind of like summed it up a little bit. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So you, you again, you can fill in my gaps. Um, so yeah, a day and a half later, he basically goes in and it was like, hey, you know, I'm pouring my heart out to you and like, you're not validating me. Like I, I'm giving the most Reader's Digest version, by the way. 
you can Which totally like go back and watch bullshit. it. But like what? Yeah. Yeah. And she's and she keeps responding with like, you know, like you're a front runner. You're gonna be here next week. You're gonna get a rose. Like she's trying to say she's doing her best to like PC version of like, hey, I'm contractually obligated to be this human that yes. is the bachelorette, but I'm telling you. Look at my eyes. You're going to yeah. be here. Do you understand? You're going to be here. But that's all I can say right now. Yeah. So it's like Especially she's doing she's her best. Choosing not to say the L word. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's not good enough for him. And so he's basically just saying, like, you're not giving me enough. Like, I'm, you know, giving you X, Y, Z. And you can't even give me A, much less B and C. Right. And well, I don't really she- think it helps that, like, a previous season with Claire, like, she just dropped everything for one person so i think greg's right. thinking like how can you not think it's me like how do you not know it's me why a don't you break percent. everything like god claire i'm so very happy for you and dale apparently that's working out but like you fucked every the show over right <laughs> like you ruined everybody i'm sure you that, ruined like, it. that's gonna change the contracts forever yeah like you can't do that this there wasn't anymore. a thing in it and that's why they let her end it yeah, you know what I mean, because I bet I bet it was because it's never really been a thing before where someone is like yeah. so smitten I'm that sure early. There's, I would be surprised if there's something in the contract that's like you need to stick around to the last episode because of Claire. I would not be surprised. Oh yeah, oh, 100%. totally. Um, so yeah, basically, like she's like giving him as much as he she can. It seems you know what I mean. Yeah. And basically, according to several sources I've seen, Greg didn't corroborate this, but like. I've seen several sources like from production or whatever that this conversation between Katie and Greg this first night or evening was like went into like two, three, four in the morning. It's like three, four hours long. Yeah. Like, it was that. a long fucking conversation. Yeah. So there's no way that we saw the whole thing. There's no way that we didn't get weird jump cuts. There's no whatever. Cause like a big critique is that he's like, I fucking love you. Or, you know, he didn't say I fucking love you, but he's like, I'm like falling in love with you and da 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 da. And she was like, I love looking at your face. And like, no, those were two clearly defined separate moments of the conversation. Yeah. That's just how it was I edited I really together. hope so. And I, like, would the producers just hate Katie? <laughs> Make her no, look bad? and so to go, to circle back on that specifically, um, so in past seasons, so a lot of the production has been around on, like, Bachelor Nation for a long time. Like, it's the same, you know, handful of producers or, you know, whatever, for if, whether if it's separate for Bachelor versus Bachelor. Um but a lot of the like female producers that worked on this season, I guess in the last like 48 to 72 hours have been posting like pictures from the season, uh, pictures of them with the boys and like stuff like that. There's not one picture of Katie in any of these like photo dumps or whatever. When in previous seasons, like, like you can see like further down on their grids on Instagram, they had all these pictures of Tasha, all these pictures with Claire, da 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 with their respective seasons. And pictures with um you know fucking you know becca and all these other people that were on previous seasons there's not a look of katie like clearly production did not like her and i actually saw another post today that was basically something to the effect of like yeah producers were trying to get in katie's ear about certain things and like yeah she did comply with you know most of what they were doing but like there was a distinct point where she basically was like no i'm not doing that you know for a storyline um or for a whatever like so you can edit it a certain way like i am going to an extent do it my way um and she was doing the best she could so again this conversation lasted many many moons you know whatever until three in the morning four in the morning whatever and then it cuts to the next day 
and Katie is like literally like oh by the way and like Greg like fucking eats himself out of this conversation at the end like he's like I'm done like peace out good night literally leaves her crying on her knees he just steps around her and walks yes. away yeah so well, it's not terrible. the first night the knees thing is the next day so he walks oh, out yeah, the first sorry. night and That's he like pieces thing. out um the next day they have a separate conversation like she goes to him and is basically like hey i realized that you weren't feeling seen and this is me telling you i see you and just to reiterate you're going to continue to be here and like you're gonna get a rose and he's like i don't give a fuck about the rose and da 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 like no the rose is the fucking point unfortunately to to what you were saying earlier the means to the end of the show and an engagement whatever is the fucking rose there are expectations that like your season is going to last x amount of weeks her se- Katie season admittedly like people production has said like oh it was cut early it was done early so all these things in the last couple of weeks quote unquote in bachelor time probably happened over several days or like a week yeah um again nobody's corroborated this like specifically like oh like between like michael leaving and blake proposing was only like x amount of days or whatever well i mean but like she also three sent home, like, kids in like one week so that's probably where she sped it up yeah. was like that red wedding spree where she's like you gone you gone you no. gone you gone we also know they fucked around with the timeline a bunch because we know about like blake for instance having not come in technically for like two episodes when we know he was there previously but they don't show her meeting him until like two episodes later so yeah there's a lot of editing magic going on this season for sure a thousand percent and um so uh what we are shown the next day is again like katie literally getting on her knees like her and greg are having a conversation outside and she's like begging him to say she was like i don't know if i can continue doing this if you're not here and he literally walks away. He does not say goodbye. He eats himself out of the fucking bachelorette. And she's like, I'm booking my flight home. Like, fuck y'all. Like, da, 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 da. We have the very dramatic th- scene of her behind the bathroom door and, you know, Caitlin being on the other side and then like end up, you know, going with her. And then, you know, I, for lack of a better way of, com- you know, convincing her to stay or trying to. Um, because she, she's at this point still be like, yeah. I'm going back to Seattle. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Right. And like, um, I I feel so bad for Katie in this moment because like she talks yeah. about how she was trying so hard to like, you know, bl- she was blaming herself so much for it when clearly it wasn't her fault. And he was just like projecting onto her kind of what he wanted and she didn't do right. that. And there's all this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I, I feel like we could talk about this for like a full other hour. But what it comes down to and we probably is, should. <laughs> we maybe some other time we can have like a whole no, 100%. dive into this shit but it's we'll, just we'll like zoom, we'll zoom through here um yeah go ahead just it's just so like not okay like no matter how katie responded and whether or not like i it comes down to katie did not do anything wrong what no in his mind she did she didn't do something he wanted to do on Mm. top like you know but she didn't actually do anything wrong like nothing she did was a bad thing she maybe didn't respond in a way he wanted like give him some extra thing that gave him validation but like at the end of the day she was doing nothing wrong and no and and he reacted in such an extreme way that was just so unacceptable and just so over the top and like 
I could understand people being like, oh, he's hurt. He's traumatized, like all this. That doesn't excuse the way that he just like completely gave up on her. Yeah. Super Um, childish. Well, yeah. And like like, like I said, he repeatedly walked away from her without like just like even like ending the conversation. Like he, and like she says in After the Final Rose, like you never said goodbye to me. Right. He just just, like peaced out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, to kind of piggyback and continue talking about after the final rose, like, you know, uh, Tasha and, uh, Caitlin were interviewing him and we're like, Oh, do you have any regrets about like what happened? He was like, no, you know, like I stand by what I said, yada, yada, yada. The conversation that Katie and Greg had on after the final rose is fucking explosive as fuck. Um, they both basically doubled down on what they said, uh, which again, I don't think she was in the wrong. Um, but he like, yeah, he, he doubles down and was like, yeah, like, you know, like, I've never been happier since my dad died, and, like, you know, you couldn't say I love you, and you knew what you needed to say to keep me around, and you didn't do that. Like, he yeah. basically gave her an unspoken ultima- ultimatum, yeah. and she had set up a boundary that he crossed. Yeah. And so the yeah. psychologist on the vile files basically kind of says that, like, yeah, she set up a boundary, but, like, he wasn't getting yeah he, he tried to to push her past her boundary right. that she yeah. settled and then was mad that she didn't yeah Instead exactly of like and then that he's naturally. in the wrong there there's no question yep. about it and then one thing both of the psychologists said that i super agree with is that like you know he kept saying like oh i've never been happier since like my dad died and da 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 yeah like he attached somebody exactly he attached the oh, I can have this feeling again. Like, I don't have to be sad and depressed and da-da-da-da-da. But it's because of Katie. Right. He's attaching that feeling to her person, and that's not fair to her. No. Essentially. Agreed. Um, And and again, like, it's to the point of, like, you can't, like, instill your happiness in any one person, whether it's, like, your partner, a family member, a friend, or whatever. Like, truly and really, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, like, emotionally. Like, this is again me like totally oversimplifying um but like again like being like oh i'm so depressed this person drew me out of my depression like they're my they're my thing now and yeah. and if, especially if they're not on the same page like they weren't even really in the same book anymore you yeah. know as far as like that's concerned not even on the same like not even close to the same page and because he wanted something completely different right like and this is barring and like throwing aside all the accusations of acting school all of that and like him coming on the show to you know whatever because i was actually like of the camp for a while that like i was like oh like maybe the acting school shit's true and like he was only coming on for clout and like you know uh he got farther than he thought it he was going to and so he needed to make a dramatic exit like that was 100 yeah. percent what i thought up until today i go back and um, forth on it yeah and like i was fully of the like 100 percent fuck Greg. i still i mean still fuck Greg. like don't get me wrong Yes. Um, but after listening to him talk today, like on the vile files, like I, my opinion has changed slightly. He was like, you know, now that I've had a month to reflect back and like actually watch the show back properly, I do like regret what I did. You know, like that was, he basically like admits like that wasn't fair to Katie to do that to her. And like, I put a lot of too much expectation on her emotionally. Um, he admitted in the vile files that he was in therapy not long after his dad passed. And his therapist, um, after he was working with them for a while, also abruptly got cancer and died, like, very quickly. 
um, which left him with a lot of trauma about therapy because basically it was just like, oh, my, my therapist is going to abandon me too. Yeah, big Not yikes. only was it a, right, which like I, 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 as someone who's lost a therapist, not due to like a death, but like because of, you know, insurance contracting reasons and whatever, like that was devastating. Like I, you know, like I can totally empathize with that. But again, that doesn't give you an excuse to quit therapy, say, fuck this, like, fuck everything and like be a dick about it again like he's just someone that who's emotionally traumatized and hasn't dealt with his own shit and um actually because of the bachelor um they put him in contact with a new therapist so he's now actively working through his shit um so again like time will tell but like i'm no longer like fully hating greg um I, I think, right. He's a very traumatized man. Right. So, you know, I, I hope things get better for him and that he, you know, no longer gaslights people. Um, again, like, I think, and what the, the psychologists were saying, this was the whole, whole point. Um, like, what he was doing was, like, you know, gaslighting, manipulative behavior. But, like, this was an isolated incident of that we can't like call him a narcissistic abuser we can't call him it's coming from a a place where he needs help like clearly but right a hundred percent and because a lot of people are saying like really fucking nasty shit about him um and you know a lot of people like pointing fingers at katie saying that like you know her calling him out for the acting thing was like out of pocket and like all this that and the other um which like i don't know like you know personally if it was me if I was a lead on a, you know, national reality show um, and all this information about someone that I thought I could be in love with came out and it was being flung at me left, right, and center for three months while the show was airing, like in post-production, you know, and whatever. And then I finally got face-to-face with that person. I'd probably have a lot of fucking angry feelings, especially if I hadn't talked to them about it, which they had not spoken he you know because you know nick asks him like oh did you guys speak before after the final rose he was like no like i didn't want to like touch step on either justin or blake's toes i didn't he was like i wanted to apologize not apologize but i wanted to like address it and like talk to her about it and have more of a conversation but i didn't feel comfortable reaching out um and he's like and that was my bad sense i don't know um so and so you know like i said like i don't think he's entirely a you know completely malicious shitty person but i think what he did was shitty Agreed. Yeah, um, I think so, that's, that's correct. Yeah, I, I agree. But it, and here, the good news is, I guess I think it all ends on some sort of optimistic, wonderful note. That's right. true. Chance with love. Chance with love. Mm-hmm. We we uh, poor Hi. Justin forgets forgotten about, which is fine. They had to remind Katie that Justin was still part of the show. It's <laughs> fine. We get Bitch. it. Y'all yeah. don't play. We can just go ahead and take over Justin. It's fine. <laughs> we get it. You yeah. guys fucked. She said that he, what did she say? He, uh, uh, something about pleasure multiple times or something like that. I was, Blake, yeah. I was sufficiently satisfied more multiple, than once. More than once. Yep. So she got dicked down. Good more than them, once. More than once. And they basically said, like, you know, I love you on that date. And then she just basically politely said, Justin, yep. I have it was Blake all along. Yeah, I, I have said I love you to somebody, and that's the one thing I promised myself would be the end. And then they had to do this awkward filler where like we have all this shit planned, so you bitches are gonna go through the rest of the show, goddammit. And then they push them through the rest of the show, <laughs> and at the end, here we yeah. are. 
I say I'll I'll give a little bit more than that because I I do want to very briefly address Aunt Lindsay. <laughs> oh, no, Katie's family. Oh my God, um, she was so, so much. It's so yeah, much. So the she quickest, was given like, the test. The quickest TLDR. So after Greg eats himself, and after the you know, uh, while the mental or sorry, while the, after the final rose is airing, um, they're also playing Katie's hometown with Blake, where. Katie's mom and aunt meet Blake. They're basically roasting him about like, you know, like, oh, what are the logistics of you being a Canadian, her being American, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, oh, we'll figure it out. Like, we just, we're really into each other. And they're like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, okay. And then fucking Aunt Lindsay is like, like what, this is the he man or she man woman haters, or Jesus fuck. She man, woman, ha- man, 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 haters club. Woman haters club. She woman. I know, I'm trying man to get haters club. All right, that's I'll, I'll carry the she it. woman man. man haters club. Yeah, the she, she woman, woman man. And man so yeah, club. I mean that family is like yeah. granted very like very tight. Like something it, happened to them. They basically oh, like, yeah they are scorned by people with penises. Yeah, <laughs> their their motto is a man only enters our life when he's lucky enough for us to let him in. Yeah, that's been their motto, and like, sure, I get it, and fine. Yeah, men actually do suck, so yeah, put your walls up. But like, at the same time, be a little, little easy on it. But they do grill Blake to the point where yeah. he goes, "Hold the fuck up!" Like, I need to think about this a little bit longer, and like, basically give him cold feet, which is fair. Um, they do grill. Yeah, him. and then he has to pick out an engagement ring with a little his bit of editing. Like, of course, that was weird. Magic. That was yeah. weird. It was, it was fine in the end. But he did it. It was fine. Exactly. I didn't like the scenery. I thought it was kind of ugly. Oh my god, That's it was a very thing. beautiful proposal. I didn't. I mean, the oh. proposal was fine. I didn't like the scenery. I'm not a big fan of the I desert did. situation. But whatever, it's fine. It was. I, was cute. I also liked was it. obsessed with her dress. She looked great. She did look great. She always looked great. And that um, was cute. And I, I was seeing yeah. Blake for a while there, so I was happy that it ended up that way. Yep. Yep. They, they so were, they're happily engaged. Happily engaged. Um, Katie ripped Greg a new asshole, and then yeah, told Justin that he's basically there by default, which is Poor not guy. not wrong. No, no, and yeah. like she and she said like the sweetest thing to him. Like after at the after the final row, she was like, "Look, you were so vulnerable and so open, and like you're such a fucking great guy. Like someone's gonna be happy to see that, and like don't right. stop being vulnerable and open. Like yeah. don't shut yourself off because of this, and like." Oh my god! Like again, we stun a queen. Of course. And there is Katie's season. We wrapped it up. We did it. We fought through this. And we, we wrapped it up with a beautiful Neil Lane diamond. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about Bachelor in Paradise, I fully intend to. I cannot talk about wait that more. to talk about. I can't angry, wait for you people. guys to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. I will be gone this all next week. You've got all next that. week. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm oh, excited. <laughs> I know. You don't want to zoom us from Hawaii? I'm kidding. <laughs> Please but send after me all that, the pictures. We will Please send have... me all the pictures. Oh, I, love I Hawaii. will I'll post many pictures. It'll be great. Post. I need, I need them sent to me. I, I will to... send you many Snapchats. You know I Snapchat you like every day. That's so. true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Please keep doing that. I fucking love Hawaii. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. It's very exciting. So yeah, we'll, we'll paradise recap in week two of paradise. Yeah. We'll yeah. plan that for that. Good. Okay. I'm down for that. I'm this Perfect. has been amazing. Now, Christina, yes. I hear your puppers yelping. I hear them I know. crying. They're for help. struggling. <laughs> I hear them right going, Mom, body time is off. What the fuck is going yeah. on? So yeah. 
you can please feel free to leave us now. Go take care of the okay. pop-up. It was so nice to see you guys, though, nice and that was so much you. fun, and I can't wait to keep having these chats. Me too. too. So yeah, it's we'll, be, so we'll be back spicy. with that. I'll see you guys soon. I can't wait. You're going to be so much and fun. And enjoy so Hawaii. I will. I will send you lots of pictures. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay. So we'll wrap this up. It is late. I want to hang out a little bit before we call this evening. Uh, this was fun. This is what we get for recapping an entire, entire season in one episode, but sometimes life throws you a little curveball and you got to roll with it. Yeah. And I think this is like an almost two hour episode. So I'm really, if anyone sticks in through this, um, thank you. Kudos. You deserve a cookie. Not from me, but like a from cookie. somebody. So, all right. So we're going to call this now. That was a recap. Blake and uh, Katie are living happily ever after. We assume. Uh, and... So far, so good, according to their Instagrams. Yeah. Oh, really fucking quick. So, do you want to fucking die? Do you remember the Try. date that they had um, the group date with the painting? Where they, like, yes. um, did that, like, um, Georgia O'Keeffe, like, vagina painting, like, inspired, yes. like, sexual painting? You know how they couldn't show Blake's? Yes. So, um, Katie shared his painting on instagram stories on like tuesday or wednesday and it was all black with white um like paint splatters when i tell you it was 100 percent supposed to be sperms come shots come shots he painted come shots my dude and that was why his painting was 100 percent blacked out because he said something about like, oh yeah, like this is something like, I want to do. Shot and then shot. it was just, it was just wads everywhere. Shot a shot. Worked out. He did shoot a shot. And it did. And also, you'll appreciate this, and I wish Christina was still here, but um, they did a couple of interviews on like GMA and a couple of other things. And one of them was like, oh, like how many times do you guys think you've had sex so, like since the, like, since the overnight and uh they like wrote on the like it was like one of those like newlywed games where they have like a whiteboard and one of them had put like 45 the other one put 30 and they're like yeah so more in that range oh my god good for them so they're boinking yeah all the time yeah and i really do appreciate like how um the morning after of the overnight date or the fantasy suite date um, how like she clearly was like in like the night before his makeup and like they had they they banged they oh, they were they, fucking yeah and again multiple times apparently oh yeah apparently so good for them the good horny them. bastards yep I guess she doesn't um, need that vibrator anymore no no well if she's smart she'll use it you know well I, mean? I guess like, if they're feeling frisky it's a team assist right there uh so all right well okay on this note on the note thank you on a Thursday we gotta go. Yeah, we got to go. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening this far. You are the real MVPs. I don't care what anybody says about you. And we will see you on the next one. Goodbye.